0: Anytime. anytime you're ready to start. Anytime you start. you're ready to start.
1: No, no, anytime you're ready to start. I'm ready. All right.
0: Have a diet sun kissed. Mmm, almost tastes good. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Edrick. And
0: I'm Ian Boothby.
1: And let's let's start off with some thanks. Sure, like thanks. To, let's like to thank the good
0: lord above for this if you uh, day. you want to do that, if you want uh, to we're about to, and this podcast that we're about seems... to receive, uh, tr- make us truly thankful. Uh, whoever you believe in, uh, th- uh, thanks to them. Thanks to, just just thanks in general.
1: Thank you for that generic, thank you. I was, meant, I was specifically going to thank people who came out last week to watch our uh 300th episode oh yeah thanks Thank we, you. it was amazing Thank you we got much.
0: 300 people in there but it we was. had to cut it off at 300 we and did. I apologize
1: to the three hundred first person who came
0: and unfortunately we had the same amount of survivors as in the movie 300
1: how many people survived I don't think anyone survived oh in
0: the movie 300 is actually that? I'll tell you I left uh, uh, during <laughs> the movie 300 But from what I uh, from what I've mm. heard mm-hmm. I think that whole thing is like and they all gave their lives Yeah, yeah which is weird that they've had so many sequels <laughs> You Think like a movie where everyone dies. The, uh, it's only, only
1: one of the sequ- sequel, right?
0: Well, what are you counting as sequels? Because I count all those uh, uh, magical Egyptian movies as well. Are those not oh, connected? I don't think those are connected. And also The Mummy. I connect all The Mummy movies yeah. with them. Am I wrong? I don't think you got okay. it. Okay, thank you. Yeah, to everyone who came out, you were fantastic. <laughs> Thanks to the Eighth Dimension for hosting us and being such uh, just generous hosts yep very nice very kind they put up a video uh, on their facebook page so if you want to go check out what things looked like they've got a chunk of that up there on the eighth dimension uh, facebook page
1: nice and also thanks to steve skros i mean Steve skros who came down and uh was told very... stories about the
0: matrix but told very
1: lots <laughs> of the matrix uh, or the matrix as you call it and uh, and that was good and he was a lot of fun so i appreciated that and uh thank you louise for the cookies Mm-hmm. So there we you did
0: go. I don't know if we put up pictures of the cookies or not but t- they were wonderful I cookies forgot to
1: oh that's okay I've been
0: Louise could you make us some more and we'll take more we'll pictures, take more of, pictures them, of them <laughs> and then we'll uh, we'll put them up and uh, yeah so thank you to all of you and thanks for people that wrote in and uh, gosh darn it it was it was fun
1: and now back to regular shows now back to regular us sitting in a room staring at each other
0: now a uh, couple a uh, couple of quick uh, plugs. Right now, I'm gonna throw this out there. Uh, one, I'm doing another podcast uh, that's coming up on, on Monday. On hmm. what it will be dropping. Sorry, Dave. Uh, and that's called the uh, the Butt Pod. Oh, it's for people with uh, wonderful butts.
1: <laughs> well, wow, that's that's a great compliment yep. to you.
0: Yeah, I was very uh, complimented to be uh, hmm. asked to be on the pod. Uh, actually, yep. it turns out it was Brent Butt uh, who's got the Butt Pod. And It was a separate. The Good Looking Butt Podcast is a different one. Is the same different
1: name. <laughs> they allowed that. Is there a way to
0: copyright a button?
1: No, no. Is is there any way to like? You could just you could just name your podcast whatever you wanted, right? There's no. I could li- call this limit. this American Life. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's no limit. I don't think. Like,
0: let I think there is a limit. I think is there's there? a limit as to where you want to put it up. Like, if you want to like put it on iTunes, they will not like have the same name as someone else's podcast. I
1: don't know if that's true. I think there's. I think there are podcasts with the same name. All right. Well, prove that point. Because there's two sneaky dragons. Ex- what? Yeah. What there's that other like the D and D thing, Sneaky Dragon? No, I don't know. I'm just joking. Have...
0: There is two Twitters. Is is that right or is that not right? Is there a sneaky Dragon on Twitter? Because there's a there is an extra Critical Hit on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, what we do hmm. what we do on our uh, Critical Hit show is we uh, every every show we say, hey, take pictures of our show, yeah. and hashtag at D and D Live. And there's someone who also has that hashtag, and they sometimes mix them up with uh, with what we do. <laughs> it's a little bit of a confusing situation. Anyway, long story short, on the on the but pod uh monday uh, brent butt from corner gas and and hilarious comedian has a podcast i'm on the fifth episode and it's uh, drops on monday so give it a listen and we talked a little bit about sneaky dragon at the end
1: oh nice yeah nice did you mention my name whose name my did you say like i, I, do. I, I did said, i said co-host okay <laughs> thank you yeah i just as long as i gotta mention that's all i care about that's very nice of you
0: speaking of things you got to mention in uh, we just got our galleys for Sparks.
1: Yeah, I took uh, I took Third Dragon. Uh, Nina Matsumoto. She she messaged me yesterday. She in the morning, very early in the morning. I woke up to this message from her, and she said, "Could you please drive me? I have need to get these. Otherwise, I'll be sent back to uh, Scholastic Books." Because I guess she they. Even though they, she asked them not to send her anything yep. while she was away, yep. they sent her stuff while she was away. I also mentioned that I was away. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have, the same, then they I have the same problem? I had the same problem
0: because we both were like doing conventions on yeah. the weekend. Yeah, yeah. But I had someone looking after my place, mm. Vicky Van, and so she was able
2: to sign oh, for it. Oh,
1: that's good. So you, Nina didn't have that. Uh, so so I gave her a ride over to this, this complicated place. I could see why she needed a, a lift because if you're a bus person which she is a bus user no nope. a public nice. transit and you yeah, can't
0: then carry them back cuz it's a it's a it's a thing
1: it's a big box and then and yeah and who wants to spend like 4 hours out of their day like trying to get around some some obscure it was like at a and the point of i can't remember what it's called there's some sort of like point name of no f- return point of no return no no the the name of where, where they they leave it like where ups takes a package and oh, leaves okay. it and they just, and I guess, you know, you can, like be, you can volunteer to be a point of, oh, okay, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so then, so this convenience store, this small convenience store, which you don't really see very often anymore, convenience stores mm. of this sort. You know, the kind, the sort of generic convenience store of, of the good old days right. that you don't actually want to see anymore because they're kind of messy.
0: Don't find mm. them that convenient? Well. So you go in and they go, well, sir, got your pornography you ordered, yeah. your old-timey pornography. Here you go from the UPS in a brown paper wrapper.
1: There you I, go, sir. I don't think I've I've ever bought anything from 7-Eleven that wasn't a Slurpee, a pop, a bag of chips, mm-hmm. or a candy. How about a comic book? No.
0: You've never bought a comic book? No. Okay.
1: Because none of those comic books would, would appeal to me. Well, I wasn't uh, a, well,
0: the Simpsons comic book sells there, so uh, <laughs> go, go fuck yourself, is what I got to
2: say.
1: <laughs> yes. A
0: book that both Nina Matsumoto and I work on, sir.
1: Yeah. Sir? Mm-hmm.
0: I take that personal.
1: I know. You guys give them to me for free. That's true. I just I <laughs> did give you one for free. <laughs> I don't need to go to That's one. fair. Uh, when you're
0: done with it, by the way, take it to the 7-Eleven and leave it on the shelf.
1: I will do that. I will do that for you. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, so yeah, so we went over there. And it was weird because first thing, the, the fellow behind the counter uh, mistook uh, Nina for a Korean. So I started speaking to her in Korean. And I guess her befuddled look, the way I went, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were a Korean. Mm-hmm. I see now you're Japanese. And then he he proceeded to then lecture her on if she's going away, if she's getting a package delivered, then she should designate a place for the package she, to go that, whether to. Whether she's Korean
0: or Japanese? She should
1: also she should designate that, and also where this package is go. And he's giving me this long kind of lecture, and uh, it was quite amusing because Nina looked very nonplussed through <laughs> the whole thing. She was not happy to be getting this little right. talking to, and she's just like, she just came back from
0: a long trip. I just she's got, tired. Yeah, that's right. I just got back out of town. You told him. To, I you asked you them not to send not them them to, to send to me. it here, and now you're getting the and
1: go. Now, now I'm getting the stick for this. What the hell? So yeah, it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. <laughs>
0: And then so, yeah. uh, she gave you uh, one of the uh, books. Yep, yeah, she gave you one I of the books. Because I tried gally's. to give you one of the books today, and you and went, I was like, nope, eh, I got four of them at home. Right. So the difference between the galley book of Sparks, by the way, Sparks, uh, the comic book that uh, Nina drew, I wrote, Dave Colored, is coming out on February 27th, uh, or you can order now on uh, Amazon. You won't get it till then, but order now. Uh, but the difference between that and a regular book is uh, only part of it is colored. So the first, first twenty uh, pages of yeah. are colored, and then it goes shaded, and then it goes nothing.
1: Well, it, what, it, what it did was it used it used the pages that had color up to that point. Even the ones that they used black and white for, they just they just turned into toned pages. Okay, uh, and then once they reached the pages where the color hadn't uh, been finished yet by the colorist,
0: now you know what I thought was shirt. nice about that mm-hmm. was. That you can take that home, and when you're missing coloring the book, yeah. you could just bring out some pencil crayons <laughs> and just go to town on it sure and relive the good times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I know. Well, the problem with it, I can't bring it to work now. Why? Because for, like, the last year, people keep calling it a coloring book that I'm working on. Like, I don't know where they get this idea that I'm, it's a coloring book. So if I'm not going to bring it to work. They'll be like, oh, see, you, ha- you haven't finished coloring their coloring book. I'll be like, it's not a coloring book, you guys. But look at the pages. Don't have any color. Oh, forget
0: it. They won't understand. They'll they, never understand. They'll never
1: get it. They'll never get it no. Bunch of meatheads." So, uh, But let's give them thanks. Thanks to Dave's
0: uh, co-workers yeah, as well. We're going to thank them as well.
1: <laughs> throw them under the bus. I mean, throw them into the bus. Wait, which way are we putting them?
0: When did this become such a popular expression? Like, within the last three years, Th- throw them under the bus constantly hearing that expression is that right yeah of like you know betraying your friend or letting yeah. them down or yeah. making them take the plane uh, take the plane <laughs> i guess so and then that, would uh, be <laughs> weird to take the plane all the way to get thrown under a bus but like it that became if you such took a popular plane... expression lately yeah you Did, have... was there someone who got thrown under a bus and it became like just the thing to do
1: it's weird but it's kind of like the elephant in the room also is an expression that kind of just popped up it became very popular. Well, it's
0: like what's the scenario that it's describing is like uh, you know I don't want to take the blame for this. I want you to take the blame for this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to push you under a bus. Yeah. How does that take blame away from me? I was like, how does that stop blame? Like just the scenario. Doesn't I, don't make sense.
1: I don't think it's. I don't think it's they. They want you to take blame. It's just that they've. It's the idea of someone has put you through some very painful uh, circumstances, right? So being thrown under a bus would be a very painful experience
0: normally the way they 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 put it it should be throw you out of the bus because it's like you used to be part of the team Mm. and now you did something someone's gotta be sacrificed you get thrown out of the bus you don't get to come (laughs) on the rest of the ride that's what it sounds like yeah but instead it sounds like you're just being crushed by a bus
1: well it's all it's all painful Mm -hmm. when one is actually i think fatal
0: yeah well it used to be what people would say would be like well you know you never know you could be hit by a bus that used to be the thing. Like you, you never know what could happen oh, okay. any day. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, you could get hit by a bus. Yeah. And and you could. And now people are getting thrown under the bus. It's moved, <laughs> it's moved on to that. Either way, buses are a menace, and I think public transportation should be eliminated. The and
1: <laughs> I wonder this message from GM. I wonder if those expressions are connected in the if as you say that to be hit by a bus was once a common idea like of you never know what's going to happen. So so now, you know, you're being hit by a bus because someone's thrown you under it. Because you're not just being thrown under a bus. It's basically you're being run over by a bus. Mm-hmm. So that's...
0: And it's used in politics way too much. Way, 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 way too much. To come up with something better, politics. You need to... you speech writers. I think it's... Make a, new, make a new thing.
1: I think it's a pretty evocative expression, actually. Okay. Like, I think it's pretty... It gives you a, a good sense of, like, what what the experience is, you know? Like, you can imagine that. Like, I think there's a lot of... You could use other things, like throw them under the plane, but that it wouldn't make any... It doesn't well, you, make sense.
0: No, unless... Well, okay, is the plane in the air? Throw them
1: under the train. Well, okay, that's, See, that's bad. It's bad, but it doesn't feel... It feels kind of, like, abstract compared to being thrown under a bus, which feels very possible. You know, because there's buses all the time. How often... Who's going to wait for a train to pass by and then throw you under it? Mm. Whereas buses are, you know, they're a dime a dozen. They're always a, a, around... Usually in front of me, driving very slowly.
0: Did you ever uh, put a uh, penny on a railroad track? Oh truck? yes. It's got a nice flat hot penny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> White Rock Beach. Hmm. Which and was a you strange. Told,
0: don't do it, cause you could derail the train. Who well, told you that? People, old people. Well, yeah, they're
1: you. just people who don't want you to have fun.
0: Yeah, well, they hate derail trains. Well, no, no, you know that's part of the thing. If you're the guy who with a nickel derailed a train,
1: how would that? How would a nickel derail a train?
0: you <laughs> got Smash. No. Okay.
1: No. No. That is impo- That is dumb. If you walk along a train track, you will see, because train tracks are, they're only like eight feet long, right? Eight to ten, ten feet long. They're rails. Mm. And then they're, they're attached. So That's there's weird, a cause seam.
0: Because in the old Dudley Do-Right days, it seems like you could like tie a lady to the tracks and she would uh, span both tracks back in the old days. No, no. no I
1: mean like the length of, of a, a rail. like the oh, The, I see what the, you're the saying. rail. So it has all these seams that it's going along. That's why it k- 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 makes that noise. Mm-hmm well how would a nickel be worse than that
0: you're true you're right a quarter would be the no 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 a quarter
1: is thinner than a nickel okay, a yeah, nickel a is believable then, tuny. Uh, once again a toonie is thinner or rather the same thickness as a nickel mm-hmm. so i don't think what would
0: you do with your flat coin afterwards then besides cut your hand when you, you reach just, into your pocket to pick it up yeah again?
1: you threw it away eventually because you squished a penny what's the what's the value of it yeah you could two cents you could have bought a mojo candy
0: and you could have got your mojo back.
1: <laughs> yes, finally.
0: Oh, mojos! Nah, I can't even remember what they tasted like. I'm assuming not great.
1: Kind of, kind of waxy, but with a fruity flavor. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah, for two, two cents, which there is what they were be, when we were be kids. There should a
0: candy store called Waxy and Soapy, and it's all candy that's just waxy or soapy.
1: Listen, I would rather spend four cents on two mojos than five cents on one Pepchu.
0: That's a bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> where else are you going to hear
1: I that the kind master. of thing besides this podcast?
0: Most... Anyway, that was, that's what brings you to three hundred one. <laughs> that kind of discussion on the old uh, podcast.
1: You know, we where we grew up there was a there was a where, where
0: did we grow up, Dave?
1: We grew up in in the Lower Mainland of around the, the, the environs of of uh, Vancouver. And we went, I, I assume that you went to White Rock Beach as well. Crescent mm-hmm. Beach was, was a beach, but it wasn't like a common place for people to go when I was we a kid. We went,
0: but we didn't swim. But White Walk, you would go swimming. you yeah. go for a nice swim, have the seaweed touch you. You'd go, <laughs> Gah! It'd be so gross. Yeah. And seaweed then someone would go, good. you know, in some cultures, they eat seaweed. And we thought that was the stupidest <laughs> thing. Oh. oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Yeah, they wrap it around sushi. What's that? Raw fish. That's insane. You're crazy stories. <laughs> anyway, back get in a, the freezing water. Those people
1: must be crazy. I'm just going to use my hibachi here and cook some my burgers.
0: And then occasionally a whale would beach on the uh, on the White Rock and you go, oh, that's sad. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. There was, white, there was whales beaching on uh, White Rock for a while there.
1: Oh, I don't remember yep. that at all. Uh, no, we went there quite a bit as kids what what was interesting about the beach i always thought was that yeah to get to the the Fun Beach you had to cross these uh, railroad tracks to get to the mm-hmm. there's actual passenger trains and freight trains that that use it while you're at the beach so during your day at the beach there's these trains going by of course those it's it's interesting for some reason like when i was younger like a young man which i'm no longer uh along White rock along the the beachfront facing the ocean it was like used bookstores the Salvation Army, places like that. And then I went through this change. Yeah. went through this change and then it got, got all hoity-toity.
0: Oh, what's the hoity and the toity now? Uh, you know, expensive,
1: expensive, expensive restaurants oh, okay. and fancy boutiques that sell cl- expensive clothes and things Caviar like that. Caviar in a cone. But it's changing again. Oh, to what? It's starting to go under because all these sec- people... All
0: sex shops? These people are realizing... Get your white rocks off?
1: I, <laughs> it's more... I don't know if we'd call them sex shops. I would call them empty shops. Oh, because you know it's a seasonal place. Like you don't have a year-round traffic because you know it's a beach. Let me tell like, you. when winter mis- comes; it's not that great a place.
0: Here was the mistake they made. They got rid of the sandcastle contest when I was a when I was that a was young man. A long man. time ago. A long time ago. But uh, once a year, they would have the White Rock Sandcastle Contest, and you couldn't get into White Rock it was just jam yeah it was very popular it was so popular yeah. and so you know people would come from all around they'd come internationally because mm-hmm. it was such a respected contest yeah. and everyone would then go this is a nice beach look yeah. at this thing we gotta come here when it's not so crowded and people would come there when it was not so crowded yeah. but there's no reason to just go to White Rock Beach there's really no reason to go to White Rock Beach you know unless you're close to it mm. so why'd you go and uh, you don't so that's the end done sorry beach didn't work out <laughs> Also, uh, if you got a shop a there, nice why am still. I going to your shop? I got a beach. Yeah, I'm yeah. Here, I'm wearing trunks. Why am I going to come into your fancy shop?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't. It's been a, been a while I since need some I was blown there.
0: Crystal, right now, I just need to go for a swim. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I I liked it when it was more kind of a rundown. But I'm more, I like places that are run down. That's sort of my. More. Yeah, our
0: thing was just go to White Rock Beach, get some fish and chips, mm-hmm. and then run back out with your greasy hands, yeah. run to the sea. Again, touch seaweed, scream.
1: We didn't do that. Uh, my parents actually walk, would bring, a, the pier. bring the little hibachi barbecue. Mm-hmm. My dad would make hot dogs, and we would just have hot dogs at the beach.
0: That's pretty good. The sandiest
1: hot dogs you've ever eaten. Sure. But it was fun, yeah, as a kid. Well, you
0: keep cooking them even more than that, and the sand turns to glass, and then you got a nice glass plate for your hot dog. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's physics.
1: Mm, thank you. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good... Uh, oh, man, I had some other little reminiscence, but I can't remember what it was. now. it's too bad.
0: Uh, finding a body on the beach?
1: No. Did you find a body on the beach? No. No. no.
0: Here's what I learned about Crescent Beach, though. Was uh, Crescent Beach was the beach when we didn't go to White Rock. It was like the sub-park Yeah, it beach. was sub-beach, yeah. Yeah, you went... But apparently, and here's the thing, and I didn't know this okay. until I was an older fella. Yeah. You walk along that beach. How old? Keep, I, I don't know, maybe like in my early 20s. Okay. Keep walking, people get naked. It's what naked, naked area? Really,
1: I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, there's I did a new section
0: that. of Crescent Beach. You keep oh. walking. Shenanigans. See a crescent Shenanigans, moon. Shenanigans, sir. Mm. Not wreck beach. Oh, this is fun. But like, ugh, shenanigan beach.
1: No good. <laughs> I didn't know that. I never experienced that. It's an interesting place because it's it's a it's a suburb. Mm-hmm. Which one are we talking? White Rock still? Crescent Beach. Very good. It's you know was like all once upon a time it was cottages and, and cabins and whatnot. Cottages and kings. cottages and kings that's right and you know people would like uh they'd leave their their work on friday get on the train and take the train out to crescent beach and and stay there for the weekend at their weekend cottage whatever and then they would go back for monday morning and now it's a place where people live and then it's now it's a place where crabby people live because no one wants all the people who come there to the beach because they park everywhere Mm. So it's quick.
0: Why'd you move to the beach then? Yeah, beachy? yeah. Smart move, Beachy. That's not pr- wanting people at the beach. It, it, is beachy.
1: A, it is a problem, but there are people that are down on Chris Beach also who have private beaches that you can't go to.
0: Beaches for money. <laughs> uh, they also <laughs> pretty nice, pretty
1: sweet uh, having your own
2: beach.
0: Uh, we we you know the rules of the podcast, which is if you hear a siren, you can take a drink. Uh, we did
1: not have one last. For a three hundred episode, not That's, one siren. That
0: was interesting. Disappointing. Uh, but, but th- I The other rule it. is if we talk about the past, eat a Toblerone bar. So feel free to get that Toblerone bar out and uh, chow down. Um, okay. When when what? I used to go there as a kid, there was uh, a play area for kids, and there was like some swings. But then there was also this uh, boat, like a like a boat that you'd make for a playground. Mm. And it had a giant mast and areas you could climb into and. There was never a time where a kid didn't get badly hurt when I was there. Yeah, always they'd mm-hmm. climb, they'd climb as high as they could, and sure. they'd fall and just hit themselves hard, or they'd fall off the boat, yeah. or they'd hit themselves on the side of the boat. <laughs> no one knew how to land the boat safely. It sounds, was like really great. painful.
1: Sounds great. Yeah, that's good, But that's sort of like it's. I remember in in uh, New Westminster, another place, uh, another local area, it used to be the capital of British Columbia. Used to be the capital of British Columbia, the royal city, as it was once called. Still-called, I guess. Uh, But there was a playground there, and they had an old fire engine that was just in the playground. They'd taken off all the kind of steering wheel and things like that and just sort of left the shell of this... Drained the foam. They drained the foam. They just left the shell of this old-fashioned fire engine. And yes, once again, a giant hulking piece of metal that's very easy to bump your head on and Mm -hmm. smash your face into and all the rest of it. Yeah, it looks like... And uh, yet great.
0: Yeah, looking like... Uh, a fire engine had wandered into a bad part of the jungle and been eaten by ants, mm-hmm. <laughs> just devoured until only its skin remains. Yeah, the, the, the most dangerous one I had ever saw was at Bear Creek Park, and that was this tower.
1: That was full of bears.
0: That would have maybe been something to land on when you <laughs> climbed. But it was this tower that mm-hmm. you climbed these logs on the outside to get to the high tower. It was way too high. Yeah, kids should not be climbing that by any means. <laughs> and if there was the slightest thing of rain, it was slippery as hell. And if it rained when you got up, you're not coming down. It was so so dangerous. Yeah. That yeah. Again, more than once, you'd see the ambulance just like pulling out <laughs> from the from the park. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't have. I don't have kids. I don't know what the danger level of playgrounds are now.
1: Oh, they're definitely at negative uh, ten.
0: Really? So there's no, like, slidey poles you can fall off of or no, I uh, guess monkey bars you can are, climb on top of? Because you're going to make it dangerous no matter what.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, there is some danger because there's places you can fall off if you, if you don't know how to jump. Uh, I guess that's dangerous, but I don't think they're... I think they're, they're not, like, they're not built... Like, when we were kids, like, if you had monkey bars, they're basically, like, just a giant metal spider web of, like, danger. You yeah. know, like, there's just a million ways to hurt yourself in those. Oh, sure. But now it's all, all these kind of wooden structures with, and they do have some bars, but a lot of plastic things. And, okay. You know, it's all, it's just different. I mean, it's still, I mean, I'm sure kids can still hurt themselves. Here's that, what I, here's what And I, that's great.
0: Here's what I think cities should do. Oh, hey, are we getting the siren? I think we might be. I think Listen, they changed the route. Get your, uh, get your drinks ready. Should it uh, come down to it? All right. I'm, I'm kind of excited. I'm sorry that someone needs a, a siren vehicle, but I am glad that, uh, that uh, the sirens are working again. Here we go. And it is not turning. And also, cars are being dumb. <laughs> All right. So we don't know what the vehicle was, but cars are being dumb. It up. was a fire engine. All right. Uh, I will discuss this thing that you've got there in a second. But okay. what I would like to say is, I think what they should do at parks, and let me just say this, if you're a city planner, take take the idea of a, a, a playground for kids, yeah. make one for adults as well next to it, but like adult level. Oh, no.
1: Why? Do you want adults playing with around where kids are that you, adults you don't no, know? No, no, no. Like,
0: all right, then That's on the other creepy, side of weird. the damn park, on the other side of the what park. a weirdo
1: forward. who invited this guy on the podcast?
0: Because adults ride the swings anyway. Mm-hmm. Adults use the use the equipment as exercise equipment anyway. Sure, just have a place over there and like up, upscale it for like you know adults to use and yeah. have fun. And then like the uh, weirdo teenagers, they'll go over there and leave the kids alone as well. So it'll be fun. <laughs> you should have that because it's for exercise and good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? It's our tax dollars. Uh, make some shit for us. Make them. Okay, Think so we're uh, you were looking over here.
1: Uh, well, I was looking at this because this caught my You're eye. you looking at a comic book. This was, there's an ad on the back of the comic book. This is what it's I'm more rom, interested it's in. it's a
0: ROM comic book. Yes,
1: yeah, so this is, that's uninteresting right away.
0: Bullshit, ROM was fantastic, but continue <laughs> on with your uh, thing.
1: This is ROM, rom. with, uh, has the the new, mu- or the uh, X-Men, X-Men in it, yeah. so it's.
0: ROM is fighting Wolverine. There's nothing not uh, great about that. To be fair, he's fighting Hybrid. I was going to say
1: he's fighting something. Yeah, That's either. right.
0: Sorry, yeah. Hybrid, who was yeah. uh, a shapeshifter that tried to describe himself as a kid. So everyone go, oh, it's just a little kid. And, uh, but he's a really evil alien that was going to kill everybody. Hey, we're basically ripped off that plot for Sparks. Shit. All right, forget. Stop talking about this. <laughs> Stop talking about how he ripped this off but Sparks. But on the back
1: of the comic okay. is a better... Sea monkeys. A better, not sea monkeys, okay. although sea monkeys were pretty fantastic. The drawing of them, that is like... Whoever drew that drawing of the sea monkeys should, should be given, like, a Nobel Prize. Because
0: when you actually get sea monkeys, they look more like the band, the monkeys, than those <laughs>
1: they look,
0: cartoon. Yeah.
1: They look... But that drawing is so attractive. Like, when you see that when you're a kid, you're just like, you wish, I want those. Yeah,
0: No, you don't say you want those. You say, I wish I was those. I wish I lived in that family. Yeah? That family's got its act together. <laughs> Live under the sea. Have a good time. Looks like dad's got a good job.
1: <laughs> yeah, they look great. No, and this is... Uh, Two hundred. You can buy this kit, this package. What do you get? It's mere for. Um, it's not three dollars. Two ninety eight, sir. Two ninety eight.
0: Well, in what year are we talking? You could get. This is the
1: eighties. This is nineteen eighty one. Got it. Lucky from Lucky Productions. You call it Lucky Productions. I'm in. I know it's going to be good. I know that's that's that is like the seal of quality. <laughs> Lucky Productions. That's right.
0: Next <sharp inhale> to Touch of Clash, mm-hmm. What better name did <laughs> you ever have? Right. Lucky Productions.
1: Uh, you could buy for a mere two ninety eight. 100 Revolutionary War Soldiers? No. Okay. Not 100. How many? 150? No.
0: Okay, well, 151. 200,
1: no, 204 Revolutionary War Soldiers could be yours for the low, low price of 298 Here's what you get.
0: Okay, let me tell you what you don't get. Mm. That extra soldier that makes it 205. <laughs> Why 204? I know, it's weird, isn't it? What a weird damn number. 204? You get why? Why that number? Two hundred, I get. Even two hundred five, I sort of get. Two hundred and four. This is why. Okay, hit me.
1: Because they're they're I guess they're in units, so okay they have to be in and they're you know the number amount of people that would be in a unit. So a hundred
0: two people fought on either side in a war at all times.
1: You get okay thirty six dragoons.
0: I don't know what a dragoon is. Cavalrymen. All right. You get wait tw- is that thirty six. For each side, or do you get thirteen on each side?
1: I oh, will have to add them up, I guess, after we're done. Okay, you want to use good. your calculators. You yeah, go I got it. Thirty. Add <laughs> up. Twelve shooting infantrymen.
0: Okay.
1: Not just standing around.
0: Five golden rings.
1: Twelve marching infantrymen. <laughs> okay, That's got right. it. <laughs> Twelve, <laughs> 12 <apostles>. crouching <laughs> infantrymen. This crouching infantrymen. Okay. So they're shooting. They're a crouching. Dozen they're of marching. We have. Listen to this. You want a tough fighting army? I do. I'll give you a tough tough fighting army. Twelve fifers. (laughs) Are they fighting? Twelve of them. Twelve fifers. Fifing. Twelve fifers fifing. Uh, Twelve charging infantrymen. There's more infantrymen. They're charging now. Twelve charging infantrymen. So a
0: fifer, that's like a, that's a flute, right? Yes. A fifer is a flute. Now, if I was a fifer, here's what I would do. I would sharpen... You would
1: uh, have a village voice uh, cartoon?
0: Oh, because I'm Jules Fifer. There you go. Nice. I would sharpen my flute on the end, so should it come down to it, I could stab someone with it.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe the fifers were conscientious object- objectors. They're all Quakers. Do you think people
0: shoot the fifers, or it's like that's bad. Yeah,
1: block? yeah. Because mm. they're 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 there to like r- rouse the troops. They're p- they're fifing away like you know or piping away all those little doot doot do you know that kind of stuff like that.
0: I wonder if there would ever be a fife on fife fight.
1: Yep, for sure. Do you guys?
0: What grabbing each other's flutes?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, Twelve (laughs) sharpshooters. Because they didn't play fifes, they played (laughs) slide whistles. Yep. (laughs) It made better for like the cannons going up in the air. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and one uh, trumpeter for the end.
1: (laughs) 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 And a trombonist. (laughs) Uh, So twelve sharpshooters. Twelve. These aren't soldiers, by the way. These are twelve field cannon. Twelve field cannon.
0: Wait, do the field cannons count as soldiers? I don't think so. Because that would be bullshit.
1: <laughs> you, could say, you could say it. But here, some more fighting men for you. 12 drummers. We what? Got 12 fifers, 12 drummers.
0: Okay, how many of these would be in 12 Days of Christmas? <laughs> so far, two groups. <laughs> the drummers, right? Pipers piping? There's pipers piping. Pipers yeah. piping, yeah. yeah. So two of these would have good mm-hmm. crossover potential. Sure. Y- if you don't like war... Keep two of these for your Twelve Days of Christmas set. Yeah. Later. Okay. Keep going.
1: Uh, Twelve Minute Men. Okay. Are there any generals? Nothing though. This is a uh, this is a, this is, a, is a non-specific uh, group, but there's no the, the generals. But I'm just wondering. It says Twelve Minute Men. Does that mean there's twelve of them, or that they're they're twelve minutes?
0: That's an excellent question. Please um, write to
1: 1981. <laughs> What's
0: that, so lucky corporation.
1: Twenty-four. Twenty-four Mohawk Indians.
0: Okay. Uh, who are they fighting for? Or are they just watching off to the side?
1: I don't know. I don't I'm not, I don't know I'm not hip to the uh I'm not hip to which side the
0: uh I'm looking if the Lucky Corporation still exists. You do that.
1: Uh oh wait a second. We may have a general here, 12 officers. Okay. 12 so officers six on each side. Mhm. And then uh 12 Hessian troops. So the minutemen would would not be on the uh not be on the on the British side because the minutemen were were strictly the uh, Yankees, right? Okay. But the Hessians were brought over by the British as mercenaries to fight for them. So you would trade, You would, one side would have the 12 minute men, yeah, and the other side would have the 12 Hessian troops.
0: Now, okay, are you done with the amount of soldiers, or are we still going? We're there. Is that the end? That's it. All right, here's the thing. I just looked up uh, Lucky Corporation. Well, first thing that came up in my scan yeah. was uh, another deal that came before that deal. Oh, well, this would be Roman soldiers fighting. Oh. Now, how many Roman soldiers would you expect to get for 225 in the 70s?
1: Oh, I'm going to say I'm going to say the same amount, 204.
0: Bullshit, 132. What? 132 soldiers. Boom, look, check it out. That's why Rome fell.
1: Not enough soldiers. <laughs> Not enough soldiers.
0: So, someone after this deal went, "Hey, you know what? Not enough soldiers. Let's soldier it up." Okay, do we count uh, do we count, like, cannons as soldiers? Yes. Okay, wait. But wait, there's more. They don't have. Let's can- go to the 60s.
1: Romans don't have can- cannons. All
0: right, it's fair. Okay. All right, we're going to the 60s. <laughs> All right. Now it's the trek to old Kentucky. Oh, so Confederates.
2: Yep. So Confederate and, uh, This is
0: a Danel, Danel Boones. Dan'l Boones. Danel.
2: Yeah. Don't... Don't didn't copyright
0: infringe. He did not have the I E in it. Daniel Boone's. Daniel Boons. Trek to Old Kentucky. Yeah. How many? Okay, now this is frontiersmen. Yeah. Indians. You got your horses. Yeah. You Get your wagons. Yeah. You got your sixties. Okay. It's for a dollar fifty. Okay. How many pieces are we getting? I'm gonna. Oh, oh wait, let me let me oh, let me sure. classify. Unbreakable plastic.
1: I'm gonna go ninety eight.
0: Sir, one hundred forty six pieces.
1: Whoa, more than the Roman one. I thought this I would is,
0: keep. This is what the lucky corporation offers you, sir. Oh, what are they... Now, what? how much would you pay? <laughs>
1: Wait. So what, what? 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 did it consist of? You've gone too far. You've gone too far. No,
0: it was like soldiers, Indians, uh, Daniel Boone's, and uh, there you go. What hmm. more do you want?
1: How many Daniel Boone's were there? there are only one Daniel Boone. One Boon. Daniel Boone. Yeah, that's
0: okay. all the Daniel Boone's you need. Wait, Dave. Wait. <laughs> wait. 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 Fifties. Wait. Wait. Fifties. Nope, nope, oh. No. Nope. Coming after. We got. I got a little later. I got later in the eighties.
1: Okay. Oh, in the eighties.
0: Two dollars. Okay. Viking attack.
1: Oh. Same deal. That's a terrible drawing, by the way. We're right?
0: gonna have real shooting catapults. Oh. before you open your mouth about how it's not good, with rolling <laughs> wheels. Once again, unbreakable plastic. Yeah. Full dimensional. Kay. We got boats. We Kay. got, uh, oh wait, I got it here. You got 15 warriors with shields. We got 16 oars. We got six 16 crew- oars. I know. Counting. Mm, that doesn't yeah, count as... Not, mm. Oh, also two Viking longboats. They float. Uh, and the contents of each longboat, sorry, this is the contents of each longboat. Okay. 15 warriors per boat yep. with shields, six wow. crewmen, one anchor, one hull, one sail, mm-hmm. one tiller, yeah. sixteen sixteen oars, plus yeah. fifty Viking warriors, plus Yeah. Oh, this is action poses. Ten Viking warriors on horseback. Plus four catapults with ammunition. Wow. This is two dollars. That's hundred and sixty two pieces. Not bad. For your Vikings.
1: But you know you know when you got it that it was just gonna be cheap cheap junk. <laughs> the cheapest junk.
0: Wait. <laughs>
1: Wait a second, we got, got Wait, a... we got one
0: more okay. from uh Okay, but it's hard. It's hard to see. Uh, but also from the '60s, it's tank trap, and it's a it looks like a Vietnam type situation here. No, no, we got it's everything. They threw everything at you. We got <laughs> World War II. We got uh, uh, we got the Revolutionary War. We got the Civil War. It looks like mixed in there. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, and there's the blue and gray uh, collection as well.
2: Oh, and then you get a of, bunch of them,
0: long. and that's for uh, I think this is coming in in the '50s, twenty nine cents, and you get a whole bunch of uh, them all packed together.
1: Hmm. There you are. It's amazing to think that in the '50s, mm-hmm. if you knew someone who is very, very old, they they may have been born during the Civil War, right? And they
0: could have watched a replication of themselves get melted by a magnifying glass, <laughs> and watch that unbreakable plastic
1: <laughs> melt. We'll show them. Yeah. Lucky Productions. Yeah. Well, that was uh, I mean, when you're a kid, of course. It's, it's better to have the dream of these toys than oh, yeah. actually get the toys.
0: Well, here's the thing about the, about the toys. Uh, this is unbreakable plastic. Mm-hmm. So this is a true fact about unbreakable plastic. Okay. This is what I know. Okay. So how long would you say unbreakable plastic toy soldiers last? And I'll tell you the actual truth about how long they last.
1: One uh, One year.
0: They last until Dad steps on one.
1: <laughs> then they're all gone. All gone. That is the end of that is the end unbreakable of plastic, plastic soldiers. soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the same with your <laughs> Lego. That's how long Lego lasts as well. So. But I grew up in a family where we weren't allowed to come upstairs for dinner until we the play play our playroom was spotless. Everything had to be back into its boxes and, and put away.
0: So you never ate.
1: We know we ate. We just uh, were very. We mostly played outside because it was a lot, a lot easier to not clean up outside yeah, than you it was just to hose down play. the blood after you guys. You were just, done. Yeah, you just come in, sneak in the back door, and wash quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It was uh, playing playing in the house was a lot of work, so it was better just to play outside.
0: Excellent. All right, now uh, we're contractually obligated to do this every episode. now. Oh, oh no. Yeah, no, we are. This is uh, the people
1: have spoken. Did they? Yep. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where you are going, so I'm. You I'm a little suspicious. know where
0: I'm going. Don't pretend. I'm a little suspicious. Uh, chick talk. <laughs> this is this is. We are contractually we, obligated to have pick- chick talk. Yeah, because we don't do deck talk anymore. People love deck talk, and they're uh, yeah. like, "Well, what happened to deck talk?" It's like, wait, deck wait, talk. wait. Deck talk is, now uh, this chick talk because okay. Dave now has a chicken. I do have a, We have, yep. in fact, we had someone write chicken. in with a chicken joke. What was the joke? Dave, do you not, oh, well, let me look up the joke for you then. I thought, did you not get this uh, letter?
1: Yeah, but I just, I don't remember now.
0: All right. Well, talk, to, uh, update us on talk your. Is uh, uh, talk is cheap. Hey. Talk is cheap. That's funny because it's a little chicken. Yeah. Cheap, cheap. That's deep. nice.
1: Uh, you guys, here is, uh, here's the thing. I know that you're very concerned about my well-being and uh, you could care less about a dumb chicken. And I, I agree with you. Chickens are dumb. And uh, most of our
0: fan mail is to the chicken. Most
1: of most most mostly, what are you talking about? Most of the fan shush. mail we get is the chicken. Shush, stuff. shush, sir. I'm speaking from the truth here. Uh, I know you're concerned about me and my and my obviously tentative, fearful relationship with with the chicken. No,
0: no one is. What? I was just looking. No one is. No one is. No one's concerned about you.
1: No, no, they are. Okay. And uh, so you're going to be very disturbed when I tell you this. Bit of chick talk here. This is gonna, this is gonna, this is gonna. This is gonna I don't know what's gonna do to, to our listeners. I, I think it's gonna cause like some panic. Okay. And some I got a fan. I got a fan letter to read. Oh, this. okay. Read it.
0: I'll read this first. This is from uh, Brent Tannehill. So, yes. So, uh, hey, Brent. Thanks for writing in. Uh, I, I I just listened to the 300 show. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We've thanked you now twice. Uh, and couldn't help uh, hearing the disgust in Dave's voice as he described the chicken gravy. Oh, this and the this, eggs yes. that followed. That's I do remember true. this joke now. Yeah. It reminded me of a joke uh, that I told that that I was told was a real old joke from vaudeville. Oh, so what I'm going to take is all the racial slurs out of it first. I'm going to read it. <laughs> okay, uh, a man please, walks. Please
1: read it in a, a, a for an accent, oh,
0: No, I'm going to read it as a vaudeville joke. A man walks into a restaurant and uh, shut up, you! I'm talking, and I'm a vaudeville comedian. Shut your mouth! I can slap you. You're a child, and it's old times. Here we go. Yeah. A man walks into a restaurant and asks what the special of the day is. Well, the waiter says, cow tongue. Or tongue, depending on how you spell it. Oh, well, the man says, yuck. <laughs> I could never, ever eat anything that came out of an animal's mouth. I think I'll have an egg.
1: You know what's dead?
0: What's that, disco? <laughs>
1: Yes, disco is dead. It's too bad. Um, oh, also, they mentioned oh. that
0: they found a dragon booger in Stanley Park.
1: Yeah, I should. We should talk about that because someone uh, actually, uh, um, what's the word? Where they tagged us both in in an article. Oh, and okay, all tell right. Tell us about it. All
0: right. But back to the. Sorry, but I feel sorry for the guy who ordered the egg because uh, apparently a little poor can only afford one egg. This one egg. You go to a diner and you order an egg.
1: And here's the thing, he doesn't realize eggs come out of a chicken's behind. Uh, I know that I know where eggs come from, but the problem is, is that you know eggs mm-hmm. come in cartons. Poo just sits on the ground. <laughs> uh, eggs come in cartons, and you know there's a removal between the. You know, thank you for the letter, by the way. Yeah, thank you, Brent. Brent's also the one who wrote about the oyster shells, which uh, I was shucks. I was playing. Thanks, Brent. I, I was playing kind of dumb last week, pretending I didn't know what it was. But it's the calcium in the shells is what helps. Because chickens, if they're having soft eggs, they need to up okay. their calcium.
0: What if you ground up some pearls in there, too? Would that be okay? You can do
1: whatever you want. I don't know. Do pearls? Yeah, pearls probably have a lot of calcium in them. They're basically like a shiny calcium deposit, right? Maybe. I don't really know anything don't about that. I know. You them.
0: played dumb last week. I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> it was like a load of lies. Uh, anyway, I'm back to being the vaudeville guy.
1: So, <laughs> so uh, now here's the thing. Okay. This is the disturbing news that's come down. And just so people know... Just so people know, I have, I have no say in what goes on in my own house. You've, you know, you've heard of things like Father Knows Best. That does not exist in my house. Oh, well,
0: wait a second then. Let me just reintroduce mm-hmm. the segment. Yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome to Hen Peck Talk with Dave Dedrick. <laughs> Back to you.
1: So what, what, what's, what, what's happening is we're getting another chicken. This is the long and the short of it. We're getting another chicken that's coming in. And my only, my only uh, this is how, what a wimp I am. And despite the fact that I didn't want this to happen i I just all I could do to stem the tide of of chickens was say we have to have a fenced in area for the chicken to live of in course. i don't want to have wandering chickens anymore right and then they found it was easier to just fence you in I feel like, <laughs> there's the twist I feel like in my backyard now there's a a gang it 's gonna be a gang of knife wielding chickens hanging around uh-huh. slightly out of sight but yet somehow still audible like it 's weird with the chicken we have now mm-hmm. like she i know she 's called noisy, maybe she is noisy, maybe this is why but you know, she is nowhere to be seen, and yet she's still slightly audible. And it's kind of creepy <laughs> when you go outside to go into your studio and do yeah. some work, and you can't see anything, <laughs> yep. but you know somewhere nearby there's a chicken. And I don't know what it's thinking. And I, I don't want to, like, say chickens are evil, but I don't think they're necessarily good. I think they may be... More chaotic, neutral, maybe? Okay. I don't know, but I don't I'm think they're good. S-
0: this this brings me to a contest.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Folks? Yes. Uh, I just finished a comic book for uh, Simpsons, a Trios of horror, and it's a parody of It, and it's uh, called It Happens. That's the little parody we did of It, and it's a little scary, funny story that I did. Now, yeah. I'm going to give away a copy of this comic oh. book to you, one of you, the listeners. Yep. And here's who who's going to get it. Okay. The one who comes up with the best horror chicken movie for Dave. <laughs> it could be a parody of okay. a horror movie okay. uh, with now you've inserted a chicken somehow into this. Wow. And or mm-hmm. and or your own original chicken-based horror movie <laughs> with a scary name. It okay. could be either of those things. Wow. Uh, but whoever has the best one, yeah. uh, according to me, will get uh, this comic book. So you can uh, go by the normal uh, sources. We will tell you at the end of the show where to contact us. And hey, if you make up a poster for it, that increases your chances substantially. So uh, there we go. We need a horror movie about Dave's fear of chickens. Mm-hmm. Uh, could involve. Remember, his his chicken's name is Noisy. That might also enter into it. Yeah. Is the is the other chicken named, or is the other chicken arrived?
1: Uh, the chicken, I believe, its name is Lionheart.
0: Lionheart. Yeah. Fair enough. So <laughs> Lionheart, Noisy. Yeah. Horror chicken. Yeah. Dave,
1: the go new, at it. The new chicken is an actual like laying hen. It's not a it's not a reformed broiler. Hen-like noisy. This is an actual egg laying hen. And quite beautiful. Like it's a it has a beautiful plumage and sort of an afro. Okay. On its so
0: head. let's also put that into the in the mix. Yeah. Dave is scared of one chicken and attracted to the other one. I'm not attracted to. I'm just saying it's. Sorry, a, it's you said a, it was a beautiful chicken.
1: Uh, well, okay. Maybe you found out something I didn't want to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. For and being
0: let's that. not use pluck as fuck. Okay. Let's not use that gag. Be clean. Yeah. Be be you know be classy. Yeah. You can be a little dirty if you want, but uh, be classy <laughs> and be funny. Uh, and so that's right. Okay. So chicken, yeah. Chicken film. Okay. Horror. Mm-hmm. Dave. Yeah. Uh, noisy. Mm-hmm. Uh, clucky. Lionheart. Lionheart. Okay. And there we go. All
1: right. Sounds. Uh, sounds interesting.
0: Okay. We will announce the winners in two weeks. Or winner, maybe two. We'll have two winners. Two winners, and in two weeks.
1: How about if it's uh, the coop spelled C U P E? You can't enter. Oh.
0: You already got a free comic. I just gave you
1: one. <laughs> it's true. I can I'll take it now that I thought of that great name for. Okay, the, there
0: you go. Whoop. And you just threw through our uh, recording disc. Yeah. Around. Okay.
1: Disc. You old-fashioned. So, the,
0: so you now have two chickens.
1: Not yet, because we have to put in the the uh, the Did the, you get the to select this chicken? Scenario.
0: Where is this chicken coming from? How does this chicken? Uh, this chicken
1: away? is also coming from from the island. And was it living on the island on its own? It was living on the area. island. It was. Uh, yeah. It uh, was rescued. It was uh, living with uh, some people on another island. It turned out there was a skipper, a first mate, a professor. Well, I shouldn't actually say that. there was a millionaire and his wife. Yeah. There's a movie star and some other ones. I don't know who they were. It's a black and white island, so it's undesignated a, a, a to other people.
0: It is the hackiest thing to make fun of Gilligan's Island. Here I go doing it. What are you gonna make fun for of? I wasn't that, making fun for of it. All that people. Uh, no, I mean me. As in, like, oh, okay. here's the here's the thing people mention all the time. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's like the Gilligan, skipper, two, the millionaire and his wife, uh, the movie star. And, and the, the rest. rest. And yeah. people always go like, and the rest. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then later on, they corrected that. They added, yeah. Sure. But like, and the rest. How about, and his wife, who's <laughs> not her own person, also yeah. a millionaire, got her own opinions, but she's an appendage yeah. on the island as well. <laughs> yeah. But- Shares the space, but not a bed. Sexless
1: marriage. Well, that's, no that's a TV. That's a TV between the two.
0: You could see that a trophy
1: wife, but you could see the that about Dick Van Dyke show as well. Like
0: they, what was the Dick Van Dyke song? song go. No, no, I'm here saying, comes Dick Van Dyke. They, he's tripping. He's tripping. I hope he doesn't break his spine tonight. Oh, yes, oh no. he did. <laughs> There's his wife, Mary. Oh, she's I she's very even beautiful.
1: Come. Why would they sleep in separate beds? Whoop, boom. <laughs> Which they did. They also slept in separate beds. It was not because it was a loveless marriage. It was because yeah. it was a loveless. Generation of people who didn't want to see people in the same bed,
0: right? But Mayor, but uh, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore—they seemed to be attracted to each other in the show. There was kissing.
1: They were yeah, they were, old, and they were young. They were young. It was and like straightly. you know,
0: he's like, oh, we're gonna go out together. But like uh, Thurston Howell the third was yeah. never like macking on his wife. And yeah, you know, who
1: wants to see that? They're old people. Gross. Yuck. Oh. Blah. Oh, my stars. Yeah. Blah. Get Blah.
0: Action. Blah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I am. I'm actually a, a big fan of Gilligan's Island. To be honest with you, I am. Sure. I think that's a, a good show. And Do I, you
0: consider uh, Gilligan's planet, planet to be canon?
1: I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Well, uh, here's here's how it went. Was uh, Gilligan uh, Gilligan? Uh, they had an animated series, The New Adventures of Gilligan.
1: Yep. Okay, know. that was pretty standard. Know what you're talking
0: about regular stories. Okay. All animated. Sure. And then they had a spinoff, Gilligan's Planet.
1: Okay. So he was lost on a planet and no one could find the planet?
0: What happened was they tried to make it off the island in a rocket ship. Well, oh, something went wrong. They went to space, oh, crash gosh, landed God on it. a planet. Wait, can now I they're guess, really fucked.
1: Can I guess that something that went wrong was the fault of Gilligan?
0: You might not be wrong. <laughs> I don't think I'm
1: wrong at all. Uh, no, I've not seen I've not seen the animated versions of either. Uh, I, I did see the, the the made-for-TV movies that came later, the reunited, the older cast
0: so you saw a rescue from Gilligan's Island. Yes. You saw the Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. You saw the Castaways in Gilligan's Island. Nope. I saw you two You didn't of, see the Castaways. I saw
1: two of them. Okay. The last one, I think I was too old to, be, to be care for that one.
0: Okay, well, the Castaways is where they uh, were permanently rescued and turned it all into a resort.
1: That sounds terrible. And then
0: they made it kind of a love boat situation. Ugh. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show.
1: Should have made it a Fantasy Island The
0: show that holds up the least well of any show in history is the love boat.
1: I have not seen that show since I babysat as a young, Try as a young man. Try watching it. You
0: can't. You just can't. You just can't. Even cutting it all the slack and going, yeah. oh, I like Charo. You can't. You can't watch it. It's impossible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's the worst. You remember it as good. I know you I do. don't
1: remember it as good. I thought it was a terrible show. Okay, when I was well,
0: a... people remember it as nice. They have a pleasant memory. I don't memory. think people have you a... Have some nice, uh, you know, it's nice, uh, nice idea, and they're all in love. It's a terrible, terrible show.
1: Besides doing my paper route uh, six days a week when I was a young lad, I also babysat on weekends. And Saturday night was a desert for television. Like once you put the kids to sleep, Mm -hmm. when they would finally like condescend to go to sleep for you, then you sang them a lullaby. I yeah, that's what I did. Put them to sleep. I told them what I did was I I did rock uh, me
0: slowly.
1: I did early versions of this podcast, <laughs> knocked them out right out. Uh, so I would then I would go to watch television, and there was nothing on because you, you either you basically this is what your Saturday night consisted of: Love Boat and then Fantasy Island. Mm-hmm. There was nothing worth watching in any other channel. Mm-hmm. It was so.
0: I, did they ever cross over? Like I know they crossed over uh, Charlie's Angels and Love Boat. Did they ever cross over Fantasy Island and uh, Love
2: Boat?
1: No. Okay. I don't know. I don't, actually. No, I don't only. I, to be honest with you, I did not like Fantasy Island at all. I hardly ever watched it. That show was boring. Boring. Uh,
0: occasionally, uh, uh, Mr. Rourke would fight Satan for no reason.
1: It's stupid.
0: W- well, the thing about it is you kind of go, but aren't you Satan? Because it mm. feels like that's what you're doing. It feels like you're giving people those fantasies on this island and what have you. And this seems, this seems devil stuff here.
1: To give, to give Fantasy Island some props. All right. It was the first place I ever saw a scary clown scenario. Was on Fantasy Island. There was an episode Mm -hmm. where a character had a nightmare Mm -hmm. that involved like a burning house or something like that, and then there's a scary clown involved, and it's it's very vague. This is I haven't seen you know this was like I was in elementary school when I saw it, so it's been a while, but uh, it was um, not great.
0: Yeah, it doesn't hold up. I have tried watching it again, and uh, it unfortunately doesn't hold up. Well, it was
1: dull at the time, and if you could like if something if you watch something at the time and it was dull, (laughs) when you come to nowadays where TV shows are much better. Like it's just gonna be like a disaster. Well they do
0: a thing they'd almost westworld it, right? Where it would be, you know, what's what's their fantasy, you know? It's like what's their fantasy about? Uh <laughs> Real tattoo. he's always thought the old west would be a wonderful place to live. Yeah. So here he goes. Yeah. It's like, Okay, well now he's in the old west. Yeah. And he never goes how the they fucking do this? Yeah. Oh, no, it's not great in the West. It's better to live in my time. And then they come back, yeah. ah, so did you enjoy your time? Yeah, so you can send people in time, huh? He I'm going to go tell the world. Yeah. No, you won't. You're a dead man if you tell. I'll kill everyone. You know, it's just
1: like... I don't what? think it's, that's the case at all. You just have to pay a lot of money to come to the islands. You know what? It's not available to everyone. Do you know
0: what, Dave? Yeah. Here's, what the, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, in the first couple of episodes, it was $40,000. 40000 But that was a long time ago. That no, was no, no, a lot no, of no. money. No, no, but here's the problem. Yeah. And they found the problem, and they addressed the problem quick, okay. which was, well, then only rich people can go, and they can live their fantasy anyway, so go fuck yourself. So you're saying only rich people yeah. can go deal with their rich people issues. What about the poor mm-hmm. person who's dealing with the thing? Who cares about the thing? them? Well, let's think. So instead... They would arrive and that's they'd right. never pay. That's what, that's what happened to all
1: those shows like Dynasty and Falcon's Crest. They're like, where are the poor people on this show? We should concentrate on them but too. When, but it would be Let's like, show the people in their hovel down the hill what from would be, Falcon's it would, Crest. It would be
0: like a game show where it's like only rich people win the
1: million dollars. Uh-huh.
0: And like, you already got some.
1: But, that, but that's the purpose of a Who would sh-
0: like yet another million dollars?
1: That's part of why you watch shows like that. It's a fantasy island. But the
0: fantasy is that you can project yourself onto it. You can't. Yeah. You know, for $40,000, you're going like, well, you know i could have some fun for forty thousand dollars It'd be better than yeah, just going to the old west yeah you know i could i could hire some friends and we could act that that's out right. in my backyard i don't need mr rourke to show me i you know syphilis was bad
1: well it's not that it's when the character had to have dental surgery then he's like i want out of the old west mm-hmm. no more of this please yuck uh but anyway back to love boat now that was once again that's a show that was that was With no a horny doctor
0: that's weird the, the really horny flirty was, doctor was who's he like here? was he horny yes he was always hardcore flirting with all the ladies i'm like they might need you as a doctor this is terrible and i like the actor What a bernie coppel
1: bernie coppel yeah
0: i, I love bernie coppel he's fantastic mm-hmm. get the fuck out of there what's that about horny doctor
1: no not at Maybe all they're playing against type having some fun playing against type it's, it's a love boat mm-hmm. what do you expect him to be not a love doctor.
0: Yeah. By the way, everyone else is horny too. Yeah, that's they, the in a creepy, of the show. creepy way. Yeah, so- you know, he's talking about how do you like that, and the, and the captains yeah, all, I yeah. do hey, like that. Yeah. And everyone's like, just no. Uh, times. Don't feel, don't feel good about this.
1: Different times.
0: Yeah. The one I watched most recently was uh, uh, there was a there was a guy who broke up with his um his wife, and but he still had the honeymoon suite, but he was mm. sharing it with his brother. Okay. But Isaac <laughs> thought they were gay, and oh. so it was like Isaac didn't come down on him for that, yeah. but did a lot of hmm. Huh? <laughs> and then finally when he found out he was like oh well I'm dumb i like okay well what's that that's your whole plot
1: I like your reaction
0: well because they couldn't do a God says no yeah, you yeah. know Isaac's got to shut his yapper about it yeah. but it, like, it was just mild hmm.
1: <laughs> hmm more kind of like well yeah it's, you're
0: it's... not Isaac from the Bible mm-hmm. stop judging it was... what if he was Isaac from the Bible <laughs> and he survived all this time Isaac
2: yeah
1: who was Isaac did Isaac wrestle God? Was that Isaac? Oh, d- Re- and became, wait! Became Israel. Oh, this is an Isaac? amazing story. I don't or know. Is you... Isaac is it Abraham and Isaac? Is Isaac the one that Abraham? Dude, tries you to? tell
0: me. This is fantastic. It's I love so, this. It's so it's so vague now. Wait, wait. While. Abraham wrestled Isaac, no. and then Isaac became Israel?
1: No, 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 no. I one there's a character, and he's just walking along. Yeah. And he meets someone else. Yeah. And they get into a fight. Okay. And then then he gets then this person says, "I'm going to rename you Israel." what Israel literally means rest like struggle with God like struggling with God. Oh, okay. So the idea of that, you know, like you it's hard to accept what God is or what God so does. So did he wrestle them
0: into acceptance?
1: No, it's a, I can't it's just I can't really like I say it's very vague now for me. I need to I need to brush up on these stories. Okay. Cuz it's been a while since I read them. Well, I can I can tell I you, can you about vaguely, love Boat
0: stories and you can tell me about Bible stories. I
1: can, so both. But you just watch the Love Boat. It's been like Five years since I read the Bible. That's true.
0: And this was only one love boat. Maybe the rest of them are excellent. But I just watched I watched it on MeTV. I was like, ah, let's just take a look at this. Every so often I'll watch an episode of something that I sort of vaguely remember on MeTV. It's like, Mannix. Mm. Let's see how Mannix holds. Oh, Mannix doesn't hold up either. Okay, Is good. it very
1: slow? Is that what?
0: Well, the Mannix episode I watched starts off with, you know, the cops busting into a room to arrest a junkie. And it's Mannix. Oh. Maddox has a whole bunch of track marks on his arm.
1: Oh, wow. He's is junkie. He's turning into a junkie now. Sounds like a, a late, late in the series And he is overacting
0: episode. like crazy. Like
1: crazy. <laughs> like, I just want my fix. Want my
0: fix. Oh, Maddox, how could you get so far gone? Well, of course, Maddox <laughs> is working undercover and so on and so on. But he has oh, been okay. shooting up. Manix has been shooting up. It's like, well, that's no, no, Manix. Yeah,
1: that's it, not how you that's do that's it. Not, that's not undercover. That's, <laughs> that's just, just being a that's junkie, Manix. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm going to go undercover as a junkie and be a junkie. Yeah.
0: And again, maybe the other Manix episodes are He's,
1: fantastic. Kolchak still holds the, up. The problem was for Manix was that he shouldn't have, like, before he went undercover, he went and got, like, the Stanislavsky method yep. uh, training. And then he, as soon as he started became a junkie, he just started shooting up. He's like, I got to get into character. So he shouldn't have done that. He should have gone, like, to more, like, the old fashioned. Uh, acting school you know where it's
0: yeah so Mannix pretend. not holding up uh, Kolchak does hold up Mary Tyler Moore does hold up
1: is Kolchak uh, on uh, MeTV yep oh, hmm. cool
0: Dick Van Dyke does hold up
1: Dick Van Dyke was a great show yep and it holds up not and- the whole way through but I like the fact that uh, Dick Van Dyke show they just ended they didn't get cancelled they just reached a point they went okay we're done stop doing it until that's kind of cool
0: until the cartoon
1: once again no one, ha- no one there's no one who's responsible for the cartoon like once the cartoon things start happening, no one, no one's responsible for that.
0: Do you know the cartoon I'm talking about?
1: No, no idea. Okay.
0: So here's the cartoon. Um, <laughs> this kind of spins off of something I was talking about on uh, Brent Butt's Show, but, uh, you know, about... Uh, cause, cause Brent, hey, everyone. Brent, Brent Butt
1: Show. Ian's going to be in there on Monday. Uh,
0: but, yeah. The uh, Butt Pod. They're making a, a Corner Gas cartoon Okay, based on the Corner Gas live sure. show. Yep. So we got into a discussion about shows that had been TV shows that then became cartoon shows. Uh, but one I didn't get a chance to bring up was uh, the Dick Van Dyke show spun off a couple of years ago as the Alan Brady show, where Carl Reiner did Alan Brady uh, as a cartoon. Oh. And so it was like, this is, if he was still on the air today, this yeah. is what things would be like right now. And, huh. and they did it. Was it any good? I have no idea. Never saw it. Oh, okay. But it exists. Hmm. And if you are a fan of the Dick Van Dyke Show, what's uh, Rosemary? Is it just Rose Marie? Rosemary? Rosemary. Yeah, Rosemary. She's now on Twitter and uh, very happy to have people following her on Twitter. So go on Twitter and follow Rosemary. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, she's putting up some really cool pictures. If you like old Dick Van Dyke stuff, she's putting up some good stuff lately. Oh, interesting. Check that out. Hmm. That's
1: nice. You should also follow uh, Maury Amsterdam on twitter as well then
0: it's gonna be a slow slow <laughs> twitter feed <laughs> very slow yeah what's better than that walnut thing with mary Moore coming out of the closet with all the walnuts nothing's better than that in the D- i don't Hendek remember show. that oh you don't you remember the why? walnut was,
1: episode come on i watch these shows so oh
0: dave i'm sorry you need to see the walnut episode
1: Do you know it's funny? that's though? the
0: alien one that's the one where he thinks uh that sh- that mary is an alien and has a dream And there's some weird shit in it, and it's pretty good. Ah, And then she's yeah. I'll I'll ruin the one thing where it's like he opens the closet at one point, and walnuts just pour out of the closet with Mary Tyler Moore amongst the walnuts, and she just posed in the walnuts, really sexy. And you're like, holy shit, you do not pick your fetish. But my god, Mary Tyler Moore and a bunch of walnuts. It's good. It's very, it's very sexy. Uh,
1: Dick Powell did a uh, great radio show called Richard Diamond. Okay. Which was made into a TV show called. Richard Diamond, okay. starring David Janssen, later The Fugitive. He played Richard Diamond on the team. But, but it would sh- it would show a uh, sexy secretary's legs. He would talk to her on the mm. phone, but you would never see her legs. And she was played by Mary Tyler Moore. That's right. But when it was revealed, they actually let her go from the show and brought in a different actress to do the character because they didn't want anyone to know who the, who's the legs the legs belong to. So. And,
0: and to be especially uh, sneaky, it was actually a pair of arms in shoes.
1: So. <laughs> that's right. No one had any idea that's whose right. arms those were. And
0: he pulled. The, and the final episode, he pulled out of the shoes and it was hands and everyone just went, I lost my mind! That's right. It
1: turned out it was Don Knotts. Yeah. Don Knotts Oh, gosh! Yeah. <laughs> well, Can anyone, does anything we've said make sense to any person listening? I doubt it. I How about that it.
0: Mary Tyler Moore variety show with David Letterman and uh, Michael? Uh, Michael um, did not watch it. What's his name? Michael Keaton. Who's the Who's
1: Birdman? Be- oh, Who, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah,
0: they were really. T- yeah, they were two uh, of the comedy sidekicks and did musical numbers with her.
1: Wow, David Letterman did musical numbers. Oh, what the fuck? How do you not know this? I didn't watch this. I watched David Letterman when he did the late night stuff.
0: Okay, as soon as this podcast is over, yeah. I am showing you a clip. <laughs> Okay. All right, and those of you at home, yeah. look at your clips now. Just look up David Letterman, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. And uh, with a little, with a little luck, is that the Beatles song? With a little. Well, Paul luck, McCartney. Paul, oh, it's uh, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. They things, do, yeah. they do a version of that song. Mm. Watch Dave phoning it in.
1: He just can't stand <laughs> that he's doing it. It's really something. He he really liked Mary Tyler Moore though. Yep. he yeah, spoke see, highly of her.
0: You can see David Letterman in a, a comedy sketch with Michael Jackson, where Michael Jackson had enormous hair. And uh, they're, mm. they're kind of jamming on a little sketch together. It's it's interesting. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a point of interest. Go check it out. I Maybe
1: I will. You should. Maybe.
0: And, but also that I Dick might. Van Dyke episode is great.
1: <laughs> I believe you. Okay. I was just going to say it's funny because I used to watch the Dick Van Dyke show on KVOS. Mm-hmm. And now you're watching it on KVOS. But now it's MeTV. So it's just sort of funny that it's the same. They're just showing the same shows that you, you could have watched on them, you know, a hundred years ago. The Monkeys, Gilligan's Island. Those are the things that I like to watch. I remember oh, like, uh,
0: this being nostalgic about MeTV about a year ago. You know, And they're like, hey, you should order some MeTV T-shirts. I'm like, oh, this is a good idea. This is a good idea. Shirts of your favorite old shows. That's great. It says MeTV on it. Not what I need <laughs> at all. <laughs> Just have, have a shirt saying, like, I enjoy old television programs.
1: Possibly. And <laughs> also ads for um, medical aids. Mm-hmm. I enjoy those as well. I, cause, yeah, I, when I was watching MTV one time, I was like, oh, there's a store we sell to you. This is quite a when oh, I still okay, work for yeah. Sunburst. Oh, there's a store we sell to you. Oh, okay. Because, you know, that's Island, uh, Island Medequip or whatever.
0: If you ever find yourself in an infomercial and it's black and white, don't do anything because you're going to drop everything. <laughs> you're going to lose it all. You're going to lose it all. Don't open that cupboard. <laughs> things it's we've full learned. of Tupperware and it's going to fall on you. <laughs> we've learned.
1: Yeah, do not. Things we've learned. Learn the hard way. Uh, when I was sick with cancer, a friend came. To the hospital, watch my first operation, and she gave me uh, a book about the making of Gilligan's Island, mm. and Sherwood Schwartz. That's right, and he, it was you know him, it was basically him talking to someone and telling the story of the, the show. And uh, I could not read when I was sick. I could not read books. I just didn't have the attention span. Like yeah. I just didn't couldn't just concentrate. The only thing I could read for some reason I could read Russian novels. I don't know why. I could read those and enjoy them. Okay. And this book about Gilligan's Island. I don't know why. It just hit, hit the sure. mark perfectly for me. And I really enjoyed reading that book. It was just interesting to learn things like why the theme was the way it was, you know, because when he developed the show, when he took it to the network people, the network president and, you know, pitched him the show, the guy's like, well, I like the idea, but it's too complicated. Like no one's going to know why these people are on the island every week. So every week you have to be explaining the story of how they got to the island Every week, because otherwise people tuning in will not understand why this is happening, yeah, and so he went, oh, okay, that's a good thing." So then he went home and he wrote the th- the song now, the detailed
0: he also created Brady Bunch, did he create Brady Bunch after that?
1: yes. Much and and that one that
0: starts one. literally with, here's yeah. the story. Once again. We're going to explain it Yeah, yeah.
1: Once again. It's a complicated idea. Yeah. It's a high concept idea. So you need to have a way to Same make people. Same with Partridge Family. Yeah.
0: Okay. We. Yeah. This is what, this is what this we're, is we're going on. on. All right. Yeah, Buckle yeah. up. Here's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so, yeah, he actually had the band, the castaways, come to a party where the, the president was and play the song to him at this party. Mm. And the guy listened to it and went, okay, yeah, we can do this. I like that idea. It's a good
0: idea. So yeah, that's how the show started. Me, uh, do you remember the TV show that was the exact copy of uh, Dusty's Trails? That's right. How they could do that, I don't know, but it was exactly the same, same show, same producer, exactly the same show, yeah, it was the same lead, yeah,
1: no, yeah, oh yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right, Bob Denver. Sorry, I was just got to mix up with F Troop. <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. These shows were, were these shows were on TV when Tell we were. Tell me more about up. the
0: mojo candies for two cents, Dave.
1: <laughs> it's so funny because we are gonna be getting A R P
0: things. These shows uh, were old
1: reason. when we were young. These shows were old. That's yeah. a hilarious part of it. I mean but as children <laughs> it's so funny now. Like my, my daughters are a little different because they grew up with, with their fuddy daddy old dad, but but so many kids nowadays will not watch black and white anything like they just do not like it at all and anything that's black and white is just <laughs> blah. old my daughters are i remember one time we had uh, some friends of mary's over and we played um monkey business the marks Brother film mm-hmm. well one of the friends just fell right asleep like she just like could care less just fell fell dead asleep and mm-hmm. slept through the whole movie the other the other one put up with it for the hour and a bit but yeah they just didn't they couldn't care less for it it's just so weird uh and when we were kids like you know we watched killings island in black and white Eventually it became a color show, but the first season or so was black and white. And that was okay. You know, it just it didn't bother us. It's just weird that, you know, like. Yeah, it's so just jarring to It's them, such a weird, like. Yeah, because Eve wanted to show a friend uh, Psycho, and she had to, like, f- basically force her to watch it because it was black and white. Hmm. She just does not want to watch black and white. This
0: is an absolutely terrible idea that I would actually like to see happen, but it's terrible, but I would like to see it. Um, I'd like to see a 3D movie of a lot of like old classic black and white uh, slapstick kind of comedies I would like to see, like, a Buster Keaton in 3D.
1: So you want them to process it into 3D? Yeah. Why?
0: Just because it would be interesting. Okay. It would be interesting to see, you know, the house it's not, falling. It's, it's, like, well, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be You know, be there's a lot of visuals. Mm-hmm. Like him, him you know, just going, whipping down the street and things, like, yeah. nearly missing him and the mm-hmm. train coming at you.
1: Okay. You could make that work with the rocks going down the hill and seven yeah. seven chances and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's That, that would be, yeah, cause, because I imagine, like, for me, I can watch slapstick comedy because... I like comedy. And as a child, I would watch those things. And I remember in grade six, our teacher playing uh, the Gold Rush for us, the Charlie Chaplin film, The Gold Rush. And I just fell in love with Charlie Chaplin. And this was before I knew B- B- Buster Keaton and I thought Charlie Chaplin was great, the greatest. Um, but I was, I was open to that for whatever reason. But I think, but I can sort of understand like people's feeling about black and white because I have the same feeling about silent films that aren't comedies. Like if I watch like a, a black and white, like a silent old movie like Sunset or something like that or The Crowd. it's I find it kind of boring. Like, I just, the, lang- the film language mm. is lost on me, you know. There's, like, a separation of so long that the acting style, the way it's filmed, it all, it all, it's it's too slow feeling, you know, and it doesn't grab me the way it should. Like, I think if you grew up or you were near to that time period, it would be a lot more meaningful oh. or if you just made a point of listening to it and learning and learning to like it, like learning to understand the language of that film.
0: I wonder if you went to a movie theater and they were playing the music live, and you were getting it in the old timey way, if it would uh, be more impressive. Yeah, I don't know. They you.
1: did that with Napoleon, with uh, Abel Gantz's Napoleon. Mm-hmm. They did a re- restoration of it and the tour with like sim- like was at the Orpheum here with yeah. the Symphony Orchestra playing the, the. Which
0: isn't quite what it was, but I get you. It's yeah, nice. Yeah. You
1: know. But I mean the same thing. Like I, I, for a couple times, I went and saw like uh, Buster Keaton's Sherlock Jr. Play with a clubfoot orchestra playing. Yeah. And, you know when you saw in the theater, there wasn't like an orc- like a there yeah. wasn't like a seven piece jazz band playing. It was just a person with it. most times it was a person organ. playing a piano or a really weird kind of like almost pre synthesizer organ that had a lot of like made a lot of noises and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. There's a name for it, and I've have seen silent films with it playing, and it. it's just. It's awful Because it's just so jarring and I used different.
0: to see, I used to go to uh, And it felt weird Because I was an adult But it was like a Kids day at the Orpheum And what they, You'd <laughs> have a guy doing Yo-yo tricks And magician okay. And they'd show a cartoon okay. And then they'd show A silent film And they'd bring out the organ yeah. okay. And they'd have a guy Play the organ Neat. And kids would be Running up and down The aisle screaming <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was like I guess this is what It was like uh, but it, but that, that kind of worked that was like did, a good did the organ
1: uh, rise up yep. over the floor oh yep. cool and then went back cool. down that's neat
0: when it was uh, done that's neat yeah and then yo-yo guy time. and you're like you're too <laughs> far away for this to be relevant <laughs> way too far away and this I don't even know if this is a difficult skill I, I assume you're doing four at once I guess I guess but isn't this what yo-yos are supposed to do yeah you're doing the thing you must you have been, were you in the balcony when you saw this? No, I was, I, I was on the ground level.
1: Really? It was too far away. Because I was, when I went and saw Beck there a couple weeks ago, I was thinking, this is a very, this is actually very intimate space. Like, you don't, it's a big space, yeah. and you think of it as very big, and then you go into it, and you're like, man, this place is kind of small, actually. like I might
0: be judging the yo-yo guy too harshly for being a yo-yo guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm mean not like, being that. You copied
1: lady. Tommy Smothers. Yeah. The yo-yo man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Add to the form. Don't just do it. <laughs> Fine. You're right. I wasn't giving the magician this much guff. He's just doing the basics. You're right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Come heckle one of my shows. I've earned it.
1: And I, and I have tried to learn to like selling films. Like, oh, I, I thought you meant
0: the, the yo-yo. No, Try no. to do four yo-yos I at
1: once. Care less, but no. Actually, I admire people who do yo-yo tricks. So I think it's it's a skill to be admired. Is it? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it takes practice and time and dedication. I'm, okay. only, I'm willing to admire I, I think
0: admire sounds a bit too, uh, too, too strong a word for someone that learns to work four yo-yos. To admire. What's, a, what's wrong with that? The word hero is thrown around so loosely nowadays. <laughs> I but say, I think the real hero I, are the I'd four say, yo-yo men.
1: <laughs> I did not say. I thought they were heroic. I said I admire their skills.
0: I tip my hat to you, sir.
1: Yes, I tip my hat to them. Is that not a thing you can do? <laughs> Does that mean they're a hero if you tip your hat to someone?
0: Sir, I walk the dog to you.
1: Around the world <laughs> with you, sir.
0: Around the world. Rock too. that baby. Rock it slowly. <laughs>
1: so I cannot do those things, so I think that's... I no, think it's, that's, it's fair. You know, I did not have the patience or the interest to learn to, A, do magic tricks, although I liked magic. Okay. B, juggle, although I like jugglers. Uh-huh. Or C, do a yo-yo thing. I just And I liked the yo-yo stuff. I just did not have the, I think I didn't af- have the manual dexterity to do those I sort of jobs. I think after I learned to juggle... Things. Yeah,
0: and I really worked hard learning to juggle. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think then when I saw someone doing yo-yos, I went, "I could." That's a lot of time. No, no, and a lot, a lot of payoff. Yeah, yeah. But
1: you've already learned to juggle. You, you have, you have. Mich- I'm, I'm a person mission complete It's right. The real hero is thrown also, around loosely. I also but I think admire. The real heroes are
0: the jugglers. I also
1: admire people who learn to juggle. That's that is a skill that takes practice and time and, and loneliness not
0: lonely. oh it does look at all jugglers lonely people there was a lonely period in your life when you had to learn how to juggle lonely lonely times I'm gonna
1: put a fourth down there ventriloquist oh dude
0: you're talking about all the things I I learned how to do yeah books on ventriloquism you're learning how to do the thing maybe you know what maybe maybe we should talk the rest of the show without moving our lips you're right, Dave. We should. Let's do it. Let's, Let's
1: have a really good time. Let's try that. See, I'm moving around. I can't do it. How are you on your list, Dave? I, I didn't. Here, uh, maybe the, here's the thing. Here's the thing that you didn't have that I had. Loving parents. Lo- <laughs> no, not loving parents. A pool. did have a pool. <laughs> pool means cool. No, I think that what I had, I must have had some sort of innate, in, in, like inborn sense that I was going down a bad trail to learn to juggle. Would and I' would that be a bad trail? And I was you might a, end up as a juggler? I was heading to a place where just that skill would just mark me out okay. as someone who should not be, to be fair. included into in normal social I'm gonna interaction. Cut, I'm going to cut you
0: some slack and okay. say you had a brother who was a unicyclist. Yes. Now, if mm-hmm. you're a juggler, yeah. it is a short ride to become a unicyclist as well. <laughs> okay. And then you're the boob on the <laughs> unicycle juggling. <laughs> Okay yep. That's you And I'm not saying Everyone who's unicycling And juggling is a boob Yeah I admire them as much as Dave
1: Oh has. wow A tip of the hat A hero
0: But that is a dangerous road To go down Where you're the unicycling yeah. juggler
1: Well All those things are dangerous You for... are
0: then So close Listen. to putting on face makeup <laughs> So
1: close To dressing well, as a clown That's it like And I...
0: so close to being asked To leave the mall
1: <laughs> All those things that We just described Magic tricks Magic tricks Yeah Juggling, yep. yo-yo tricks, sure. uh, ventriloquism yep. are all skills that I admire, Right, but I'm going to tell you right now, they're all skills that will mark you out and cast you out of any polite society, any s- polite school society. If you want to put yourself way outside the norm, learn to juggle.
0: Okay, here's what I'm going to say about vent- And
1: show people that you can do it. Sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Like here's that's th- not. That's a mistake like, I don't bring it up
1: It's one thing to learn to yeah, juggle I don't bring it up Like yeah, if yeah. it
0: comes down to it Yeah yeah And it's necessary Sure I'll do it Yeah But uh,
1: You know What a- it marks you as
0: Well here's. I'm going <laughs> to tell know. you I'm going to tell you something for truths Okay Okay this is uh, cause For Because we, we tell the truths and the reels
1: do On the show yeah, This
0: it's... show used to be called Truths and Reels
1: <laughs> And then here's we one. realized We got mixed up but People were getting mixed up With Toots and Reels The yeah. uh, the Scottish Highland Dance I have Podcast
0: and I've worked with mm-hmm. many magicians. Yes. And I have met okay. and worked with mm-hmm. and spent a lot of time with yep. many ventriloquists. Okay. Okay. My condolences. Some of them are fine people. But here's, here's <laughs> the thing about ventriloquists especially. Yep. Um, both of these things take a lot of time. Yeah. And both of these things mean probably at a certain point in your life you are incredibly antisocial. That you had to just spend a lot of time by yourself. Now, the magician can cover this up a little bit. Yeah. You know, But occasionally you'll see a magician do something mean to an audience. You're like, oh, this person didn't develop social skills. Okay. That's a, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. The unfortunate thing with the ventriloquist is they have a, a device yeah. to get that antisocial shit that's in them, that bile. They're going to get it out of their system. Through the puppet. Oh. Through a little ball. Yeah. Through whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, oh no, this is who he really is. That is who he really is, is the puppet. Yeah. You will find that always. Mm. You know, the magician might be the as polite and sweet and like, no, the guy's really nice. He's not. He's the puppet, man. That's his <laughs> that's the guy who's like practicing in the corner, going, Oh fucking show them. Yeah. will yeah. fucking show them all. Who sure. invite me to the party? Oh fucking tell them. Yeah. And then, you know, then they're the puppet going, hey ugly, how you doing? Hey, you're a stupid cow, aren't you? Yeah, fuck you! I hate you, fucker! I was like, oh no, oh no, the puppet's really racist. Yeah, yeah. oh no, the puppet's got issues. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nope, nope, that's the that's well, the person. And, they... and some ventriloquists, that is not the case, and they might be very fine people. But for the most part, the <laughs> puppet is who they are. Yeah. And fine. if you spend time in the car with a guy later, mm. the puppet is exactly who his personality is.
1: I I watched a. Docu- a very sad documentary about Ventilicus one time. Called Hey Dummy? Is
0: there one called that? I don't know.
1: Okay, that's that, what I'd call it. That's a good name, but I don't think it was. I think it was called Four Sad People. Uh, yeah, one had to, one had to um, he bought a new dummy, but not a nude dummy, but he bought a new one, a new Ventilicus dummy.
0: Did he have it custom-made or just had like off custom the made. rack? Yeah, okay, custom-made,
1: right. and ret- he couldn't just retire his old dummy. He actually had to have a funeral for it and bury it. Seriously. Well,
0: that's incredibly cruel because the dummy spends most of his time in a box.
1: <laughs> so he will just assume that at one point yeah. he's going to be let out of the yeah. box. Well, I, it, you're being an animist. They don't actually have personality or thoughts. But yes, they won't. They're just a like so was this wood.
0: just so when he walks by the grave, he can do the voice and freak people
1: out? <laughs> I don't think I don't think so. I think he seriously needed. That's a dick move. You'll, I needed to. No, he needed to no, to have like a no. This sort of no. Like tragic well, separation fuck, or fuck like that guy, final. Because here's
0: what the, here's what you do. Yeah. If you really want to do that, yeah.
1: Cremation.
0: That is the only way well, to I, deal with... I don't know what he... You can't bury him. Well, why not? Because he's still in the damn box. Like, he's there. He doesn't dissolve. But he doesn't... He's, just, he's the same... But the he's same. going to
1: devolve... The, the thing... The box is going to, like, start to break apart and he mm-hmm. will start to be become worm food as well. Okay. But here's what's going okay. like to... Little pill here's bugs will be eating away then. It's, it's
0: a dick move for a couple of reasons. But, but here's... When
1: you believe dummies are real...
0: No. Here's just, what's going to happen. Okay. Because at some point yeah. in the future, yeah. at some point in the future, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to go, we need the land. What we're going to do is we're going to dig up. Yeah. We're going to dig up the graves yeah. and we're going to put them somewhere... Uh, and, there, and, there, and there's going to be people who are going to go, look, we're going to be so respectful. And then they're going to go, and, they're gonna, and, and, and by that point, the, the yeah. gravestone yeah. will have worn clean. Yeah. So it's like, we don't know who this was. And then they're going to dig, dig, and they're going to hit the grave box, and they're going to go that coffin. And they're going to go, it was a child. It was the child. We're going to put this child in the children's, children's cemetery. And they're treating it with the utmost care. Yeah, yeah. Should we open the box? No most respect for this child. <laughs> yeah. And then they're going to take the child uh-huh. with all the other child things. Okay. And then at one point, someone's going to go, okay, it's up to you to like, you've got to open it and we're going to take the remains. We're going to, yeah. you know, as, as respectful as possible. Sure. And they're going to, and, and so someone's going to be there and it's going to be like, you should do it in private Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be in like a room and it's gonna be like fluorescent lights and they're like okay I'm prepared to see the remains of this child that died so many years ago and they're gonna open up the box and it's (laughs) gonna be a creepy fucking ventriloquist dummy they're (laughs) gonna shit their pants they're gonna vomit (laughs) in terror their heart's gonna explode that's a
1: good story actually that'd be a good that'd be a great little like Twilight Zone episode and then and and then the
0: dummy's gonna sit up and go was it something I said
1: Mm, that'd be perfect that'd be the perfect (laughs) moment yeah, that's well. That's kind of the. Part Smash I, like, cut
0: to the crypt keeper. Yeah. Well, kiddies, who's the dummy now?
1: <laughs> Boys and ghouls. Learn to speak for yourself. Uh, the well, the first thing I like about your story that I think it's great. <laughs> All right, I'm, and, and very, and I, I very. I didn't naive. say I wanted
0: notes, but okay, go
1: ahead. <laughs> it's very, na- very naive. Is the idea that they actually move the bodies when they when they. When they tr- when they take out cemetery, it's in the future. People are better then. <laughs> That'll be worse. That'll be worse. I, I you know, I, like I don't know. I think he kind. Of, I, I am very vague on the details now. But I, you know, it might have been buried in his backyard for all sure. I know. But he did do a, like a full on sem- like a funeral. Person came. They sure. did a ceremony. Wait, who came? Person
0: came. Like a, Edgar a, Bergen like, came. <laughs> like who came? They <laughs> had like an
1: officiant to <laughs> Charlie bury Charlie McCarthy the, was there. Just had,
0: like, well, Edgar, I tell you,
1: I don't. I'm not going to say it was like a Catholic oh, priest or something, but it was. <laughs> it was. A, it was an officiant. Sure. Who came in and presided over the, the funeral? Okay. And they buried the dummy. And there was people there. That's right. Friends and stuff like that. The few friends that he had.
0: Right. And then the officiant came, raised his hand up, and went, "Who we wants a kiss?" Give me a kiss <laughs> and That's like, well, right. Just and then he said, style. "All right." And they opened the coffin.
1: The coffin went, "All right." Close the closed the box again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And now we'll finally <laughs> close the box. <laughs> we'll close the box. Lower him away. We got to a hundred years from now.
1: Shit. Vomit. <laughs> heart explode. <laughs> but I think in hundred <laughs> years, wouldn't it be gone? Wouldn't it just rot years? away?
0: Like a, a Angelica's dummy. Something
1: underground in the damp. It's not. It would look very terrible,
0: long? but it would still look like a Angelica's dummy. I, I think. guess. Yeah. I guess. Depends how airtight the box was. Wait, would you buy another box? You wouldn't. You would just bury him in his box In a suitcase because he's yeah. got a damn box. Mm-hmm. You don't buy a coffin for the guy. I don't remember. That'd be dumb. I don't know. Was it dramatic? You
1: didn't need a cushion. Is it you you, 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 you? you know, obviously we're outsiders mocking this poor guy, but it was very traumatic for him. Like he. Oh. Spent a lot of time like thinking about it and pondering it, and okay, and you know, and of course, he wanted the new dummy because it was better than his old dummy, it could right. do more things, it had okay. more more actions. It no, could, I, I, I could wink, or whatever. Well, that's you know. even
0: worse that, like, he's upgrading the dummy, and yeah, that's he's why upgrading, he's murdering, yeah, his yeah. Last dummy. This is never marry this guy, by this the is way. Buddy,
1: this is Buddy 2.0, not right. old Buddy. And Ugh. also,
0: okay, mm-hmm. I've never seen this person perform, sure, but you when know, you're saying. Let's not mock this guy, yeah. he's a ventriloquist. <laughs> That's all he does for a living.
1: <laughs> it's like saying, don't make fun of Don Rickles, but what'd he ever do? Yeah but I mean, it would be to me, yeah, to me looking at from the outside looking at it, it would be like me condemning someone for like. Being sad about getting rid of their car. When people sell their old car, sure, they sure, feel sure. sad. But I don't blame them for wanting to upgrade their car and get a newer, better car. No. But I'm if not you going to think of a them.
0: hilarious joke about it, you'd uh, tell it. No, I guess so. There you go. That's the point. That's... <laughs> and he That's would, too. Gig. That ventriloquist, gig. if he could think of a funny joke mm-hmm. about his dead uh, ventriloquist dummy, he would, uh, he would make that joke every night. Every night. Yes.
1: He probably did. He probably did. He probably incorporated it into his act.
0: Here's my here's my okay. Whenever I think ventriloquist, I always think of this guy that I used to tour with, who would take a tennis ball and give, cut a slit into it and make like a little pocket, okay. and he'd yeah. like talk that way. Yeah, and it would always end with him throwing it down his pants in the end. Why? Because it's funny. Because it looks like he's got an extra ball down there, oh. and now he's making that ball talk. Okay, and that was the thing. And it's just like uh, I don't want to travel with that ball. <laughs> I don't
2: travel
1: but was with a fresh it? ball every night, right? Was it? I don't think did he cut person. it on stage and turned into it? No, no, no.
0: He just he just had it with him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I don't think he washed the ball. <laughs> I don't know what well, the situation was. Well, did he
1: throw it in your, throw it at you to carry? No, it's just I knew it was in the car with me.
0: <laughs> the ball that okay, had been that, down his pants.
1: So if people are going to make fun of me for okay, look. feeling uncomfortable about chickens in my backyard, mm. this seems even more ridiculous right, that let, you're uncomfortable let because let the guy this. has a, picture, a tennis ball in his suitcase. Picture
0: anybody from your work. Okay. guy you like the most. Nice guy. Sure. Clean guy. Good guy. Yep. Okay. So he takes the ball. He takes a tennis ball. Yeah. He puts his tennis ball down his pants. Okay. It's been a hot night. Sure. Okay. He's under some lights. Yeah. He's got it there for at least ten minutes. Okay. He's making it talk. Yeah. Okay. End of the night. Yeah. Takes that ball out of his pants. Yeah. He puts it in the back seat of your car. How do you feel? Driving that ball home.
1: Well. Comfortable. But we're together, right? Are we together in the car? Yeah, he's there too. He just didn't put it in my car and then go in his own car. He's in the
0: seat next to you. Uh, That ball that you know has been in his pants is sitting in your back seat. It's there. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Are you aware of it?
1: Is it in a bag?
0: Does it matter?
1: Yeah. Okay, it's in a bag. How do you feel about it? Yeah, it's fine. You're good? Yeah. All right. I'm okay with that. All right. If it was just rolling around my back seat, I don't like it. That I don't like. That image, I'm not, I'm not on that, I'm not on side. But if if he just puts it in the, in his little like, I'm imagining he has like a little travel bag. He puts it into with his clothes and stuff like that. Right. I, I don't care if he, if he's okay with like a, grotty tennis ball. By the way, he's fine. He's
0: doing fine. He's a very successful uh, ventriloquist. Oh, he's Jeff Denham. <gasps> no. I wonder if Jeff Denham does have a tennis ball. It's one of the, it's, it's, it's a very easy way to start ventriloquism. Is like buy a tennis ball, cut a, cut a little uh, slit in it, and yeah. then, uh, make the Pac Man mouth squeeze in the sides. Sure, sure. It works. Hmm. If you can't, if you don't have a lot of money and you want to like uh, do some I quick, put a couple of Google eyes on it, shove it down hmm. your pants.
1: I wish I'd known that. I maybe I'd be more advanced in my ventriloquism. Mm-hmm. I think ventriloquism. To be honest with you, I think ventriloquism, like good ventriloquism, is not. It's not necessarily a learnable skill. I think it's somewhat you have to have like a knack for that sort of thing and I don't have the knack for it.
2: It
0: was yeah, it was really one of those things where if you wanted to be a performer as a kid, what there's a wide variety of things that kids do. And you're right. Magician, you mm-hmm. want to learn some card tricks, yep. you want to like juggle, you want to do ventriloquism and and then I'll also stick alter boy in there. Like there's a lot of people that become like alter boys just because they want to get some stage time.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I did a magic show as a kid. Like I put together what were your tricks? I barely remember now. One involved a newspaper. I think I poured water into it, and sure. the water went away. Something like that. I can't remember now. Sure. It's been a while since. That's I, good. There were some elaborate tricks. I had to build them all myself and arrange them and everything. Cups and balls. I think I might have done that one. Okay. Sorry. I really. Honestly, I can barely remember now. Magic rings. I, I set it up on it. No, no. I didn't have. It. it was all all made by me. Okay. So it involved like a lot of newspaper tricks, things that you could like find around your house. I didn't go out and buy balls and or rings and things. How'd like it that. go? When okay, I mean the problem is when you're when you're starting out is you you haven't got the the adeptness and I'm not a, and to be more honest with you I am not a very adept person like I don't have great uh, hand eye coordination and I never have and so that's
0: I think you do because otherwise you would be injured at work a lot yeah are you injured at work a lot mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that
1: well, that's continue okay. with at work. Uh, yeah, I'm not good at, and, uh, the, my, that's always been like my, my downfall as like my social downfall was I, I was always attracted to sports that are hand-eye coordination games like right. baseball and uh, football and basketball and playing volleyball and things like that. Those are games I like, but I'm terrible at them because one, because of my terrible eyesight, I have, I have ridiculously bad depth perception, but also I don't have very good hand-eye coordination, which might be related to my bad eyes as well. Uh, so, I, yeah, when I went to do the magic thing, I just, you know, I did spend time practicing and I, but I didn't have like, I didn't have it down pat, you know, so it was a little, little rusty, a little rickety, my, 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 my bit. And also I was using a TV tray as my stand <laughs> and it was, it was, speaking of rickety, uh, there was no, no help there either. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was okay though. I mean, I had an audience of six people or whatever. Let's just say my puppet shows were better than my magic shows.
0: Can I tell you my, uh, the last magic trick I ever did for my grandfather? Sure. Here was it.
1: Um... Second thought, no. Uh, let's talk about no. Go ahead. All
0: right, Chris. Here's the last magic trick I ever did for my grandfather. Okay. So my grandfather, uh, he was uh, he loved me, but he did not dole out compliments mm. uh, Lately.
1: Yeah. You got so, you got what you deserved. You got what you paid for. But when you got a compliment, it meant a lot to you.
0: And sometimes it was it was weird and random, and you go, "Oh, okay, that's something to be admired, I suppose." Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I I I was doing a trick. And the trick was this, where like I, I told him, okay, I'm gonna have you find the ace of spades. And oh. so I had a deck of cards, and yep. I was like, look at all the cards. Yeah, shuffle, 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 knowing where the ace of spades was. Yeah, and then I put the cards down on a table, and I just spread them all out. But I know where the ace of spades is. Okay, so I'm so I'm saying to him, you know, uh, you know, point, point to a uh, point to, and I was supposed to say. Point to like one side, and I was gonna get rid of the other side. Okay, right? I was gonna work my way down. Yeah, but I said, uh, uh, "Point to a card," and I got that wrong. Yeah. Uh. Okay. But he pointed to the card that was the ace of spades. Oh. And I went, "Oh, okay, turn it over. It's the ace of spades." And he went, "How'd you do that? Can never tell. Fold it up. Never do another trick <laughs> for you. <laughs> I just lucked out. Nope. <laughs> yep. There we go. One fifty-two chance." Fucking walk away! I'm a genius. <laughs> that was a really good trick, and we talk about that quite a bit. In the oh, it was a really good magic trick. I wish I knew how he did it. Nope, nope. You don't want to know. Nope. It would disappoint you forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like. I always like magic. I mean, when um, Penn and Teller did their TV shows, their TV specials, I would always learn the magic tricks they would teach, so I could do the bring a friend over and pause the television with the news thing on, so then. oh, I guess my trick didn't work, turn it on, and then the newscaster would hold up the card, and Mm -hmm. is this the card you're looking for? And that would be the card, because they would also teach you how to force a card. So
0: Yeah, it was also the three of clubs, I think. I do not remember. I think it was the three of clubs, because they also, they bought a uh, a gravestone Mm -hmm. in a graveyard. Yeah. You could go for a walk, and, uh, oh, jeez,
1: is this one? Yeah. ah! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, which is pretty elaborate, right? Like, gee, this trick didn't work. Let's go for a drive. I just, I don't know, I'm so upset about this (laughs) card trick. Not working? I don't know. Let's go for a drive. Let's go get something to eat. And you're driving along and you're like, oh, here's the cemetery. Do you mind if we stop for a second? I, I, got, I just want to say uh, goodbye to my grandma. My grandma's here. Uh, I know we're going to go for a coffee, but we'll go for coffee after. And then you go out and then you're walking through the place and you're like, is this your card? And then the person's like, well, yes, but why did we? <laughs> What's fucking random? Why are we bri- Where's your grandma buried? Oh, my grandma's not here. She's in a different one. Well, why did we stop? Well, so I could show you the do the trick. Right. But, then you go,
0: but then you go back home where you did the trick, and yeah. dead grandma's lying there on the couch. And, like, that is a great trick. Well done. <laughs> with a Smash car- cut to the creep cave here. Hey, kitties!
1: <laughs> with a card in her mouth, with That's the three great. clubs in her mouth.
0: That's right. Who's a card oh my now? Oh,
1: God. That would be so scary. That is another good one. Oh, the other two scary ones. Oh, that would be scary. Man, if you did that. Could you imagine? Could you imagine here? This thing. You don't have to go all the way to the graveyard. How would you how would you do that? Because you don't have the graveyard as part of it. Oh, I don't know. That's it has to be some way. Has, in some way, it has to be revenge, revenge on you. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you, you missed. You didn't go see your grandma because and she was sick in the hospital because you wanted to, to go to a magic thing.
2: Right. And you're writing you, your crypt, your tales in the crypt. Yeah, episode. yeah. Okay. I'm just trying
1: to figure it out, like how this would the revenge would come yeah. come upon you. So then when you do this gag trick where you're going to do this r- big reveal, and so you set up the TV. Yeah. You set up the TV with a little newscaster on it, yeah. you know, the fake newscast thing, and you've got it all set up. And then you go you do the trick for your friend, it doesn't work. And you're like, ah, stupid. It didn't work. Let's go down and watch some TV. And you're like, ah, he doesn't know. And then you go into the room, it's your dick grandma on the couch with the three of clubs in her mouth. You're just like, <laughs> the guy's like, that's an amazing trick. Turns out you're dead. You're just laying on the floor dead. That would be, that would well, be Well, the good. thing
0: would then be like, you know, oh, that's a great trick, but then you turn around, then your friend has to shut the door because you can't have any witnesses, and you just <laughs> lock the door, and that's when the gas comes in from the car, and it just <laughs> fills fills it up, and I was like, there
1: you go. Oh, it's... Smash would, cut to the cryptkeeper. <laughs> that would be scary. That would be weird. That's, you know, it's just so it's so jarringly dumb, like, weird and crazy. Yep. It's like, that's that's scarier than, like, I don't know. It? Scarier than it? It's, it's dumb.
0: Yeah, it is. Okay, now I'm not going to see the movie. 'Cause I'm not for I'm not for that kind of movie. And if you're a horror fan, which many of our listeners are, I, like horror I hope you lot, I hope but... you go and you enjoy mm-hmm. it. And again, I just did a parody of it for Simpsons, so sure. who am I to judge? Yeah. You're but hip- when you're, you're going with like pick. it's a scary clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a scary clown. That's not a scary thing to make scary. Like I get Christine, it's a car. Yeah. And it's scary. All right, that's a hard thing to do. That's tricky. Make that work. Yeah. But like, he's already a creepy clown, and he looks terrifying. And what's he got? Fangs? Yeah. What's he do? Eats you? Yeah. What, he can become everything horrifying? He's got superpowers that can do everything? Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off with that. What's yeah. everything? That's just everything. That's a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, screw off.
1: Believe, believe you me, I read the, sto- I read the book huh. a long time ago. It did do one good thing for me, which is I was trying to figure out the lyrics to a song. And I couldn't figure out this one word. And then I read, I read uh, that they were, uh, the guy was waving at noceums, which are like the little tiny gnats that you get around trees or stuff in the summertime when they're, they're kind of, you know, like little t- tiny, tiny insects. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard that word before, noceums. And that was the word from the song. And I was like, oh, it's the word. So oh, I guess I have it to thank for that. So I'll, I'll give it some thanks for that it. Good Other stuff. than that, and you wasted a, you wasted like a few nights of, of graveyard, graveyard shifts for me. Thank you again. I see, I read that book. It was very disappointing, and then a person had left them at, at Lisa's house, Lisa's parents' house, and they also left the Tommyknockers. Mm. So I thought, well, I'll read the Tommyknockers after I read it. So I started reading the Tommyknockers. I could not, just could not, like get it. If get you into
0: it. if you look at uh, and uh, by the time you listen to this, it'll be a couple of days old. But Evan Dorkin just was reviewing the book and mentioned Tommyknockers afterwards, and went, "We're done. We're done." Stephen <laughs> King. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. He was talking about like like an orgy in the sewer or something with the kids or something. It was just something weird that in happened. In it or in Tommy in knockers? it in it. And oh then okay. Like ah, and then, ugh. and then like ugh. I don't even know if that happened or not. But then it was the Tommyknockers. Like it's just eh. I'll have
1: to look it's that a up. fucking
0: clown. And what else is it? It's a spider. What's oh, <laughs> fuck? It's everything scary then. What? And the spider's got a gun. That's like of, what? Like, it could turn into see. your dad maybe, and your dad goes, "I'm disappointed in you." And then it's the, the clown walks in on you while you're yeah. masturbating. Like that's what? Just make it everything. Then it's everything horrifying.
1: Yeah, it's weird because, like, I understand the cl- the scary clown because a clown, for me as a kid, anyway, I like I like clowns a lot. I think clowns are really funny, and so I can see that that is a twist on on something that you like. Mm-hmm. It's scary. That that's right. that's scary. But I don't find spiders scary in the least. Like spiders aren't s- scary. They're a just
0: giant spider would be scary. I guess if you walked in the backyard, you, well, you're scared of a chicken for crying out loud. Well, chickens are, me, like, chickens are
1: the, legitimately scary. Sure. Okay. Spiders? What are spiders? I mean, I guess a giant, like spider the size of a chicken. yes, that would be chicken-sized spider. spider Spider-sized chicken. What are we?
0: What are we doing? What's the? What's scarier? Yeah, what's scarier?
1: A spider-sized chicken or a spider, uh, a chicken-sized spider? You're right. Uh Like if its main body was the size of uh, of a chicken. Yeah, a
0: spider-sized chicken isn't scary at all. It's actually kind of adorable.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that'd be cute. That'd be something to avoid.
0: It'd be dropping little tiny eggs Mm -hmm. on you. Here's the thing: when I look at if uh... you lived in a world, okay, please with a
1: spider-sized or a chicken-sized spider.
0: Chicken-sized spider.
1: You live in the mist.
0: Uh, or am I living in the mist from the movie or the new Netflix series?
1: I do not give a shit. I
0: have heard good things about the Netflix
1: series. Oh, I've heard they kill themselves at the end of every episode.
0: Sounds fair. hmm Here's, uh, here's something about, uh, this is a Spoilers. bad thing. This is a bad thing for me. Uh, but like when I saw the, uh, the balloons in it, you know, the, 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 the this oh, yeah. is, like, balloons and stuff. It floats. In it, the, flo- the floating balloons. Yeah. I thought like, oh, so those are like the souls of kids. Like in a balloon. I thought that's a creepy thing, but that wasn't what it was. And it's just a fucking balloon. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. They never really get into like, okay, like I. And my other problem with with these kind of stories is the monster does the worst thing ever like it's the worst like it's you know this really graphic depiction of or description of you know and then the kid did this and then this for just did all these horrible things to the kid and this kid went through this pain and this and horrible 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 it's like oh well this is awful okay so the payoff when we destroy this monster must be incredible the only way you can get that relief of just like now there's a sense of justice Mm -hmm. there's something going on and it's always just like eh, just went dissolve the end Like fuck off! Fuck off with that! Stop it!
1: Well, it's like it's almost like it was a Stephen King novel, maybe, because you know he's already writing his next novel when he gets to the end of it. Mm. So you could care less what happens at the. He's like, ah, whatever, just finish it off. Yeah, but what a title! (laughs) It. Yeah.
0: I guess. The Shining. That's a great title. That is a good title. What's that mean? I want to know. The kid's got The Shining. What is The Shining? Mm-hmm. Shining's a gift. Tell me more. Yep. Okay, open the book. Hey, this is a great book. That Love is it. Good. What's this book called? It. What's the deal? It's a scary clown. No. Okay. That's a
1: good title. Um, another good title is uh, Salem. Salem's Lot. Okay. That's a good title. Another good title is... Um, oh, shoot. It went into my head. Uh, the Dead Zone. Mm-hmm. That's a good title. Yep. And I also find... I also find Firestarter very evocative as a, as a book title. All right. That is it.
0: Okay. Aside from that, give it a rest, Mr. King. <laughs> Actually, if you ever get a chance to listen to, I mean, people could read it if you were so inclined, Stephen King on writing. Very good. Uh, but uh, if you listen to the audiobook, book, uh, I, I really enjoyed that, him talking about writing.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, that sounds interesting. If you, if you like his writing, I guess, you could learn to write like him. Uh, really fast and doing a lot of work.
0: I don't think the point of the book is to get to write like him. Really I think, fast. Mm, no, write is, a lot he, of books. He doesn't say speed it up. All no, the books. It's what he does. Write all the books. Look, man, we did three. We've done 301 podcasts. Who are we to judge? We we fill the airways with a lot of stuff ourselves.
1: Mm-hmm. His books are basically the equivalent of all the different types of Oreos.
0: Ah, so there's only a couple of good So you get the regular That's well, this, good it's just Double their, stuff That's yeah. good Ginger spice Now mm, it's going down a bad path mm, Yeah. Yogurt <laughs> Cinnamon <laughs> Birthday cake Cinnamon The birthday cake one was pretty good I tried okay. yeah, that yeah, when that I was in the States yeah.
1: But basically they're just there To push other products out of the shelves That's that's what the way Stephen King mm. writes He's just writing to push other books Off the shelves
0: I also think he's writing Because he doesn't have a choice I think he's got to write those mm. books
1: Yeah, it could be Uh yeah, I think I talked about it before in the show. But when I when I moved out of the house the first time, I called a lot of my books, and I called a ton of Stephen King books that I, because I I liked him as a kid, and I, you know, and I liked you know I liked the a lot like of calling of the king would be a good title calling Up the book. king. I uh, I liked, you know I like a lot of trashy stuff. I like Robert Ludlum. I like reading Agatha Christie books. I like reading Ellery Queen Digest. Mm-hmm. I liked reading. Um, Stephen King, and when, you know, when I moved out, it was just time to get rid of all this stuff, because, you know, you, Robert Ludlum's an author that, the first one you read is just like the best book you've ever read as a grade 8 student. Right. You can't believe how good it is. By the time you get to like the 15th, you're like, okay, this is a well-trodden uh, plot I'm reading for the 15th time, and Stephen King kind of was the same for me, and so, but, but there were some books by him that I loved, and so I saved those books. I did not get rid of those books, so I saved The Dead Zone. Okay. That's a book I could reread. Okay. Uh, different seasons It's also a
0: book That uh, really feels Relevant today
1: Yeah Yep Yeah The Dead Zone Yep Sorry The Different Seasons Okay The collection of I think three stories Three novellas No four Because the four seasons The stand Or the sorry The body oh. which became um, Stand by me Stand by me Which is why you think It was the stand That's you go. Oh that's confusing There you go Rita Hayworth and Yeah the be Shawshank less confusing Redemption. Stephen King Sure There was one in there I think called Oh I don't remember The other ones now There was Anyway Those are the two best stories I saved that book Firestarter, okay, because I really like that book. I don't know why. I've read it a it's couple fine. times. A lot of people loved it. And, uh, and then um, Night Shift, the collection of short stories. Okay. That's what I saved. The rest of them I got rid of. The Stand, The Shining, uh, Carrie, all the rest. Just out the door. But I really like those books. I could, those are books I could see myself rereading, and so I kept them.
0: Here's a question. Uh, what, uh, if you were to write a horror story, uh, what, what would be closest to Stephen King book-wise? Like what style would you be the closest to? Would it be a bunch of short stories? Would it be like a a Shining type thing? Would it
1: be a? Huh.
0: You're gonna write a. You're gonna write one of these. If I'm gonna write
1: a. Yeah, a what's horror your style?
0: story. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. Let's let's.
0: Disturbingly, go... I probably would be close to it. <laughs> I probably right? would break something down in the middle and then. Uh... Yeah, And have a go. Have time, a go from a different time period, di- di- different time periods. Oh, with I see. The same So you're trying to dealing with it.
1: So you're trying to be, trying you asking me to like go back through all the Stephen King stories. I'm
0: trying to think like if you were writing a, uh, yeah. if you were writing a horror story. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would it be closest to in the I, Stephen King?
1: Uh, I would prefer I prefer his short stories. Anyone in particular? Mostly, and one of my favorites is uh, Jerusalem's Lot, which which he reused the title. But it's became, it was actually made into a movie, I think, called Graveyard Shift or something like that. And okay. the story is, it's like a, a mill, I believe, and they're trying to, and it's full of rats. And they have, they're trying to go in and get rid of all these rats. And it's just like, a, it's a good story. Okay. Oh no, that's not Jerusalem's Lot. Right, that's a different story. I'm sorry. I'm getting mixed up because Night Shift confused me. I've been, mentioned this many times, but it confused me. I thought it was a novel and I read it and I couldn't, put the, I couldn't figure out why all these chapters were all going in different directions. <laughs> and I, I was like, "Whoa! When, when did this story come together? This is weird. And then I realized that it was the first time I'd ever read a, a, a collection of short stories that wasn't like a school yeah. uh, collection of short stories. So it was this was confusing to me because all I'd read at that point was novels by Stephen King. And so, yeah, I do mix them up. But, yeah, I think that one actually was called, maybe that was called Night Shift. Maybe that's the, the story the book was based on. And I do love that story. And if I was going to write a story, I like, I like animal, I like kind of horror with animals in it. Like okay. animals that are, and not Cujo, that's terrible, but something more like rats. Or, or I like that one. I like the story, there's one about, I think that he wrote one with a guy named Andy who really loved animals. And then the payoff at the end of the story is that the animals eat him. And that was like the, that was the end of the story. And I like that. I like that kind of story. Like,
0: was the, Andy cool with it?
1: I maybe. I don't know. He was dead. He had nothing to say about it. Uh, Once probably, you're dead, you probably was all right say. with that. Yeah, because him and Marie Provost. Those are the two. Uh, yeah. You know that story, right? Marie...
0: No, no. I was gonna. I was just thinking again. Smash cut to the crypt keeper. What's mm. eating Andy? What's <laughs> eating
1: him? Mar- Marie Provost was a silent film star who uh, whose career went down ended when this not because of si- sound films, but it ended the yeah. way cre- cre- careers do. And she ended up uh, living uh, in New York City with not a lot of money and not a lot of friends. And she died in her apartment and her dog uh, ate part of her because it was starving. Rough. There's a Nick Lowe song about it. Really? Yeah. Okay. From his first album that uh, David played a song from last week. Someone got it. Whenever listeners got it, got the uh, first song, Roller Show. Uh, that was the, uh, the basis for David's uh, first op- the opening Did song we last thank
0: week. thank David? Like on this
1: show? I don't think we did. We let's, should thank,
0: let's together thank David. We
1: should thanks, also, David. Yeah, thanks for coming by. Especially because, basically, I phoned him up on Saturday and I said, I said, hey, if you're coming to the show, uh, bring your guitar. Yeah. That's how much warning he got for me. Because I am a jerk.
0: Well, what a demander, too. I am. Hey, do that thing you do professionally. Yep. Do it for us for free. Do it for free. Yeah, Come do on. it for free. Get here. Do it in the comic store in front of people.
1: He knows how to say no to me, though. He would not play the song I, I wanted him to play. Oh, what was that song? Uh, it's a great little song he wrote called You Need a Tongue to Stand so now, or maybe it's you something to stand up. Stand like well, if you don't know the that title, yeah. Of it, how I much? How, how much do I? No, that's, I that's like a it? good point. Yeah, I see. Him. I've only I seen it, see it live. I've never, you know. But I'd like to see. Him. Fair enough.
0: All right, so f- so folks, as we round the corner to next, to, the next end, to, to next year, to next year, to the next 300 episodes, <laughs> next uh, I'm going to throw it back over to David because it's his job to wrap up the show. Yes,
1: ah. <laughs> I just wonder what you're doing there. You have, but you wanted to cut it, cut it short.
0: You call it coming short. I call it we're at an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah,
1: that's not enough. I feel like we're gypping people by ending the show mm-hmm. now. Like we have not given everyone their money's worth. That's right.
0: We you are know. being like gypsies. Yes. Yes. We are
1: being like gypsies. That's right. We are taking their money, putting it into a pouch, and sewing it to our dress. And then we're dancing. And then we're dancing in the moonlight. Like the song by... Cher. No. <laughs> it's not by She them. did write a song, though. She never wrote a, wrote a song in her life.
0: You know, for all the people who are like, and I get, you know, the thing is... You are you thinking do? of Gypsy's, tra- uh, Gypsy's oh, tramps, tramps and Thieves? thieves. Of course She am. didn't
1: write the song. She did sing it, but yeah.
0: Yeah, she, she sang, sang, sang the hell out of it. I know there's the a <laughs> thing now where people are like, uh, hey, don't say gyps anymore. And that's like fair. Uh, but you know what's weird to me is, be, is is that there's a character on The Flash called Gypsy. Yeah. Who, back when the character was in the comics, yeah, yeah I sort of get it. She was dressed like a stereotypical gypsy. <laughs> she stole. She would vanish. That yeah. was her thing. Yeah. It's not great, but it was of the era. I get it. Yeah. How is she a character now with that name? How did you do... What are you doing, Flash? Yeah. I respect you guys, because you're hiring relatives of mine, but uh, come on, Flash. Eh, make up another name. <laughs> Vanisho. Teleporto. I... Uh, Zip. It's just like... It's a weird name to use nowadays. Sure. It's a weird one. Sure. But please continue with your uh, point. You were, you were saying things?
1: Yeah, what was I saying?
0: Uh, you were saying how handsome I was.
1: Oh, well, you are very handsome. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad I was saying that. It's good, good of me to I be I saw an
0: old friend today who I uh, haven't seen in about 10 years. Yeah. And she went nuts over my hair. She went, Your hair color is amazing. Yeah. And you like, Oh, how's, uh, how'd you get it like that? And I was like, It's uh, L'Oreal uh, 118A, oh. uh, left in the sun to fade a bit. That's yeah. what it ends up like. But nice. oh, she loved nice. my hair color.
1: Nice. Hey, wait, before we go, mm-hmm. uh, I know we've already taken people's money. Put into a little pouch and sewn it to her dress, sure. and this is for their good luck for them, not okay. for us. Sure. Um, I also know, we might curse them. I know this because there an a journal, uh, old New Yorker journalist I love named Joseph Mitchell. Okay. He wrote a fabulous story called Professor Siegel, uh, one of the, one of the great all time great, and also another great one. Uh, and he would write about characters he'd meet around New York. And one when, when the don't sw- swear man was one, and the Professor Siegel. This is a great, it's a great, story, a great art, art, article. But he also did like a, a series of, of exposés about gypsy. Uh, scams that were going on in the city oh, in those okay. days, and that was one of them. Was the they would they would take money from someone, and the idea was they were gonna they would sew the they would put it into a pouch, mm-hmm. and then sew it to this person's clothes, and they had to carry it around for good luck. But what they would do is, of course, that they would just put paper into the mm-hmm. pouch and put the money in their pocket, right. and then they would sew the thing. No, here's it. what you do. Then you yeah. go like,
0: but if you look at it. Mm-hmm. The luck will vanish. Of course. So when you open it up, like they yeah, were yeah. right. Yeah.
1: There you go. Uh, so what was I going to say? Gonna say you oh, I was going to say listeners. you were just you were just uh, you were just down and you mentioned it, but you didn't say how was the your stay in Long Beach.
2: Dave,
0: I'm going to
1: Long te- Beach, California. I have been there, by the way.
0: I'm going to tell you. Okay, how was your stay at Long Beach?
1: That was the, actually it's funny. I went as a child, and uh, it was one of the one of the few times I had a scary incident in water, and that was oh. I was playing in the waves, and I got rolled by the waves and then i, I got caught, caught in another story, but yeah. yes yeah. yeah i'm
0: sorry to i'm sorry to hear that you got it was rolled. fine
1: i'm a, i'm here and I, and I i love water
0: in some ways i got rolled as well let me tell you uh <laughs> super 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 fast because yeah. again we are heading towards the end we let me, are, t- let me tell you the nice bit let me tell you the nice bit. tell me all you can here's the nice bit okay uh we're we were not sitting too far from sherilyn fenn from twin peaks yes audrey Who plays Audrey Horn in uh, the Twin Peaks TV shows. That's right. Both from 25 years ago and currently. Yes. Okay. Uh, Here's the thing about that is every time you walk to the washroom, uh, you pass by Cheryl and Fenn. Yes. And it's really hard not to wolf whistle because, (laughs) my God, she's pretty. (laughs) Mm. Like, you get why, like, you were one of the, you were, like, the most attractive person 25 years ago. And today, still up there. Holy moly.
1: That's funny because there's that movie that she was in. It's a weird film, and I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry, everybody. But it's like with a car, like an alien car or a mm-hmm. car that is like attacking people or someone's driving it. and it's, Anyway, she's, she is in this movie yeah, in a bikini quite a bit. So I, I, I like that movie a lot.
0: And I'm going to say because, you know, it's not...
1: And it was in the middle of winter when they, when they filmed. Fair
0: enough. She was always like around people. Otherwise, I would have like said, hey, yeah. I want to buy... She was selling a book. A uh, kids book that she had, she had written that okay. actually looked really quite good. Sure. And uh, but she was always around people and was mm-hmm. super friendly and it was like okay I don't want to bother her because she's got lots of people around. So didn't end up actually saying hey but um, but you idiot. Okay, but but a couple of things, Dave. Okay. First of all, just on the DL. on the uh, uh, This is okay. just
1: between you and I. This is just between
0: you and I You, me, and the and wardrobe. me with Johnny Big Ears yeah. overhearing something that was being said. Oh, which was? Now, we have now wrapped up on the Twin Peaks. not going to say what happens in Twin Peaks.
1: Yeah, no, we'll talk about it after the show. Okay. Let's just say fucking amazing.
0: But, you know, there's been a little talk about like, will there be another season of Twin mm-hmm. Peaks? Okay. Okay, and again, and, yeah, Dave.
1: David Lynch, 71 just, years we're old. Just, we're just two he guys. He can't do another series.
0: He, he loved doing it. He did a great job. He did a great job. Uh, no reason why I couldn't do more. Uh, <laughs> you and me, just just us. Just us. Listen, if everyone else could just stop listening for a second, I just want to tell Dave something. Who's listening? Is this us here? Uh, she was asked by by someone who was there, just like. So, have you guys talked about ideas for uh, for another season? And she went, "Oh, there are ideas. There are so many ideas." Hmm. And uh, was kind of hinting that there might be. Blah, blah. And I, she was saying, she I was saying, saying like this: If you want there to be another season, mm-hmm. here's who you write to. Not the not the network, mm. the producers. Oh, really? So look up the producers, yeah. write them okay. on the Twitter. Yes,
1: Twitter's a good one. On way whatnot to do it. and go like we want another season. I would love that, that's who you do. Mm-hmm. And I want them to call it just an idea. I'm just gonna throw this out here. Twin Peaks, the return, the return.
0: Okay, I like it. Yeah,
1: I knew you would. All right, and All right, so, but, but you saw, so you so, saw. her. okay, so, so and aside from hand? that.
0: And let me let me throw another positive thing in. Sure. So many people uh, were there to see Pia, and like, uh, course. Uh, and, and 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 said that they came just to see her. She was the reason they came. Nice, and they told her told her their stories and how much yeah. their her work had meant to them. And it was couldn't have been sweeter. Mm-hmm. So okay, so here's the deal with me with Pia. Can I just say with Go Pia?
1: That's going to interrupt you. We went down in 2008. We went down together to, to WonderCon when it was still in San Francisco.
0: Right, and that was we watched f- the uh, we watched the f- opening scene of Watchmen with uh, a young Zach. Uh, what's his name? Snyder. Was- Zack Snyder, is that the name of the director? Yeah. He was there?
1: Was oh, that? sorry. Zack Galifianakis.
0: Nope. <laughs> But we watched it with the director there, and yeah. he introduced it, and we saw the yeah. opening of Watchmen, and great. we're like, holy cow, this, this is going to be the greatest, this guy's the greatest director, yeah. this yeah. guy can do no wrong. Yeah. Boy, howdy, if I can invest in one director and say, boy, howdy, <laughs> this is the director for me, it's this fella here. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly, yeah. I love this director. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and that was a long time ago, is what I'm saying. Then we
1: saw Watchmen, and we're like, oh. Oh, that was all right. That I guess it was okay. It okay. was all right. But okay,
0: so, but you're, wa- you're WonderCon story.
1: So yeah, this is the first time I ever, ever saw someone meet someone famous, or... Or important to them and their reaction. And that was, we are talking to a guy. I don't want to say who it was, but we are talking to a guy. I was buying, a, 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 buying a, a graphic novel from him that he had done. And Pia came up, to, you know, because we were together. At the, and she came over to stand beside me. And he looked at her. And he got this look in his face like, bah! like his mouth open, like. Gum. And he just like, his whole face just kind of went f- kind of like loose. Like all the muscles stopped working for a second. Mm-hmm. And then he went, are you Pia Guerra? She said, yes. He goes, I've loved your work for so long. It was really a cool, mo- cool, cool moment. Oh, that's really like, sweet. Just to see someone like this to react. Like, I've never seen that, you know. I've never seen that. When you know, people see me, yeah, they usually like curl their lip a little bit. Like they get that like, kind of a sneer
0: like, <laughs> oh, Dave. Fuck that's that That's not true at all. And it's always a constant,
1: where's Dave?
0: Where's Dave? <laughs> Is, Dave? Is Dave going to show up? Yeah, Dave's going to come soon. Dave's here. Yay, Dave. They're all also happy. And and then they dance Like gypsies. Like gypsies. <laughs> That's After oh. So happy
1: they sewed a pouch of money to your clothes. That's right.
0: Full of uh, mini-comics. <laughs> you open it up and mini-comics come out. That's not bad.
1: That's not okay. so bad. No. So
0: here's my, here's my quick story about uh, yeah, my Yeah, It has to be
1: quick. It be as so, long as you no, want. No,
0: no, no, no. It's going to be quick because, you know, there you go. So uh, <laughs> so Pia got asked to come to this con. Yes. Okay. And then Pia went, oh, uh, by the way, if uh, you want Ian to come to the con too, that's fine. But if not, that's all right. You know, it's, it's what we sometimes do. If one of us gets asked, because yeah. like, hey, people don't know we're married. Mm. You you get like two of us for the price of sure. one hotel room.
1: Otherwise, you'll be sulking all weekend.
0: What yeah. uh, what what have you? And I might get up to so many shenanigans at home. I mean, <laughs> so much candy. So uh, so uh, they're like, don't know. Really? Yeah, they were like being real hedgy about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and, and so my initial thing is always like, well, then don't. I don't want in on that. I yeah. don't need that. I yeah. got stuff to do. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, and so, you know, uh, then as time progressed, it was like she was getting notices about the thing, but I wasn't. It was like, so is he coming or is, oh, yeah, yeah, he's coming. I'm like, all right. But then, but I was like, they would, they... Almost everything that they would send would be like uh, her name and then and me, okay. where I'd never get anything individually. Yeah, and then they forgot to put me in the program, and they forgot to put me on the on the on the, on the site. And then when they and then later, as things got closer, they put me. And this is a weird thing when well, they, they listed me, but they listed me after Pia. Like it would be like you know, it's Dave Dedrick, it's Nina Matsumoto, it's Ian Boothby, and P, uh, it's Pia Guerra, Andy and Ian Boothby. So oh. if you want to look me up, you can't look me up alphabetically. Okay, I'm just, I'm this other person who's oh. there. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not really listed. Wow, I'm they... not really, no one knows I'm coming. Wow. And then like, I'd sent them in my picture because they would asked me yeah. a couple of months earlier and they hadn't put my picture up or my bio. And they're like, am I part of this? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You were just in the draft. That's what they said. They were, you're in the draft. And I don't know what that means. And I asked Pia, what's that mean? It's like, yeah. you're in the draft. Yeah. What's that mean? It means I don't know what that means. Uh, or maybe it was a mispronouncement. I'll tell you what it
1: means. Passive aggressive, what it fucking means.
0: So, uh, again, we show we show up And the way uh, our table is listed Normally it's like, Pia Guerra, there's a sign for her And then yeah. Ian Boothby has a sign for me over mm-hmm. here uh, But it's like, Pia Guerra and Ian Boothby And I'm like, underneath there I it's like, okay, again, a little weird But, you know, that's the way this goes Well,
1: it's it's sabotaging themselves Because right. everything Pia's doing is has your name attached to so, it So,
0: long story short Here's the, here's the thing, Dave mm. I'm going to tell you this, again Because we tell the truth on this podcast Yes,
1: please tell me in confidence
0: Uh... I was there for two days. No one talked to me.
1: Not a single inter- person.
0: Nope, not a single person. Not a single person talked to me. Like, they would talk to me as in I'm a human being, yeah, yeah. and I'm there, and the yeah. conversation might be starting over here, and I'll throw in a little thing, and we'll talk as people, but no one knew I was there. No one approached my table yeah. to talk to me about stuff I'd done yeah. uh, for the whole thing. She did co- She did like a like a panel, and normally I do panels. I wasn't on any panels, obviously, because they forgot to list me and things. There was all these panels were basically things that I do. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know... Uh, well, all ages comics, adapting television things for comics, yeah. you know, all these things, comedy and comics, mm. you know, nothing. So, yeah, wow. I got, I, I didn't get talked to for like two days. And by the end of it, it was like, this is kind of freaking me out a little bit. Yeah, this yeah. is getting to me. Yeah. And, the, and the other thing that was a bit of a drag was I was supposed to be working on this animated project as well, and I brought... I had to drag this heavy laptop along with me because I was going to get, like, notice of it at, at some point. And I was like, I have to do a rewrite. And because I was at this thing and there was a bit of confusion, I ended up not being able to get this deadline in time because the deadline I got was three hours deadline. Okay. And I was like, you got to get this done in three hours. But I was at the con, so I couldn't get that done. So I missed out on that. So I lost a substantial amount of money not working on this TV show for that thing. Oh, and then no. I made nothing at the con because no one talked to me for the whole fucking con. And it felt uh, shittacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was very happy for Pia, and that was really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the nice thing about that week was that was the week that we had done uh, our show. Yes. So we'd done, you know, what I was saying to Pia was, you know, as much as this is like, oh, this sucks uh, for me... um, it sucked more for her because she was worried for me more than I was like upset by yeah, it but yeah. by the end of it it did get to me a bit Yeah, yeah. I was like I just did the critical hit show I just had like a big you know room full of people and we were mm-hmm. just performing it was great then I had the 300th episode and we had this great thing and people wrote songs for our <laughs> podcast and yeah. and performed and it was wonderful and we had wonderful people there yeah. and it's like I don't need that much ego stroking I'm okay this is a pretty hot week for me for this kind of thing Yeah. but it was just like well this was just a waste ass of time that was yeah. just a waste of time well it really
1: sucks with well, a deadline like that's yeah that really, really
0: what what happened was uh, the person wrote me, uh, and and normally I'm up at midnight, but uh, but the person wrote me, uh, and, and and in my email it said I need this by early tomorrow morning. Okay. But and and to me that came after midnight, so it re- it registered on on my on my phone as Sunday. Like oh well they want it Monday that's tomorrow morning. Yeah. But he had in his world somehow sent it at eleven thirty. PM, uh-huh. And so, you know, it's like, no, I need it early tomorrow morning or, or nothing. And so it was like a little bit of a mix-up confusion thing there. And, yeah, but, yeah, that ended up costing me a substantial amount of money. So, uh, boo. That was a bit of a stinkeroo trip for me on that side of
1: things. Oh, that's too bad. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah. But I can't stress
0: that. enough, Sherilyn Fenn, very pretty.
2: <laughs>
0: and it was nice because w- we, were, we were waiting to see the last episode of Twin Peaks, which we're not going to say anything about, obviously. Uh, but that I was spending my time waiting to see that episode. Yeah. And continuously walking by Sherilyn <laughs> Fenn was just a neat kind of like,
2: oh,
1: that's cool. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. At least you know where Audrey is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She's there. She's hugging people yeah. and is very sweet and she's writing kids books. Nice. Good for her.
1: That's really good. Um,
0: By the way, they dowdy her up in the show
1: yes. compared to real life. Okay, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: They take her down a couple of notches.
1: Interesting. Interesting. They
0: really do. Like you see her in real life and it's just,
1: damn. Because it's interesting because, yeah, they kind of they kind of glamour uh, glamorize the uh, uh, actress who plays Laura Palmer, whose name has gone out of my head now.
0: Sherilyn Lee? Sherilyn
1: Lee. yeah. Uh, but then in the in the final episodes, Ba-ba-da-ba. they'd reverse it.
0: But anyway. If you don't, maybe. maybe
1: <laughs> it, did, spoilers.
0: Well, it's a spoiler. Wrap up the show.
1: Guys, watch it in time, too, so we can talk about it. Anyway, I just want to.
0: No one wanted to talk to me, Dave. I know.
1: No one. That's terrible. I feel sorry for you. I am not popular anymore, Dave. I'd like to talk to you. That's fine.
0: I got a book coming up. I'm fine. Everything's yeah. good. I'm gonna be I think it's, I'm gonna be out there a lot in the next little while. And I'm not gonna sense. let that happen again. I know how I could have fixed it. Part of it's my fault. I could have done a harder push on certain yeah, things in yeah. social media. I could have done a, a, a more of a mm. wavy hey I'm here thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was just like, you know, but by the, by the point I sort of realized no one was talking to me, I went like, let's see how long this plays out. That's, this is interesting. Uh, to no. the point where if someone had talked to me like in the yeah, last hour, yeah. I would have been, damn it! This is a perfect fucking game of like Charlie Brownness.
1: I guess, but it's one of those things where you're, you're kind of like, oh, no one's noticing that I'm here. Well, let's see how long this lasts. And then it lasts a little too long. <laughs> and then you start like m- moving stuff around and making kind of a noise. Yeah, you're like, there's
0: a bit of the, where you have to check that you're not a ghost. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right.
1: Well, one last, okay, one more couple of thank yous before we sure, sure. we say goodbye, which is I just want to thank Chris Roberts one, one last time. Oh, fantastic. Song. For his song. And we played By the it way, last. if we ever we get sued
0: for our theme song, yes, that is not a bad that's theme coming
1: song. coming soon, I, I feel. Uh, Yes, that would be very nice. And I also want to thank our winners of our Come Eat With Us contest, Carlin Lishishin, Jay Aguera, and Crystal King. I'm sorry that I didn't uh, get to... It uh, feels like... I think Jay, has, Jay came to... Um, to 300 episode? He, no, like, he came to 300 episode, but I also, I also feel like he came, he came to see me. Not me particularly, but he came to see us at VanCaf. Oh, I, okay. I was not there. I was at home. Oh, okay. My legs up watching uh, high a which I love that sport. So, I was watching that in Wild World of Sports. You know, and he came to see me at uh, at the uh, Van Caff and I wasn't there. And he brought a friend and so I disappointed him and his friend by not being there. And I'm sorry about that, Jay. Then he comes to the 300th episode mm-hmm. and for some reason... Every time I had the opportunity to talk to him, I was like someone was talking to me. I was busy trying to get something working, and I missed saying hello to Jay. So I'm sorry about that, Jay. I feel bad that. Hey, Jay. And then you left, and I was like, Oh, Jay, 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 Jay. no, come back, Jay. Yeah. So anyway, all right, we're gonna gonna have dinner with Jay, though. So we're gonna have dinner, so Jay'll get lots of time. Imagine if you
0: don't talk to him for the whole dinner. (laughs) It'd be a real me at Long Beach. It'd be real.
1: Real a typical Dave move. That's yeah, what that's the would one say. thing
0: that you don't realize about this whole we're gonna eat with you at White Spot situation. Yeah. Just Dave and I are gonna talk to each other. Yeah, the yeah, time.
1: we're not gonna t- pay attention to you. We don't know who you are. Yeah, that's weird.
0: Yeah, it's weird. We're talking we're, to strangers. We're too shy.
1: We're too shy. To we're talk gonna to to buy people. you a
0: meal, <laughs> and if you order too much food, we're gonna tisk tisk you. Oh. Uh, but
1: uh, yeah <laughs> anyway, but we
0: will contact you and we will uh, uh, talk to you and we'll figure out a time.
1: Yes, we're gonna figure it all. Of course, it's gonna be on a Thursday because that's when we do yep. this sort of thing but we will organize very soon. We'll organize. I'm gonna start, yes, I'm gonna start this ball rolling myself yep. over Ian's over Ian's objections. Sure.
0: You're gonna have a real Indiana Jones opening scene <clears> get that ball rolling.
1: If you want to uh, get in touch with me uh, contest winners so that I have your information, you can always write to me at sneaky at sneakydragon.com. That is our email address. Our website, where we have a comment board, is uh, sneakydragon.com. We're also on Facebook mm-hmm. at Sneaky Dragon, And we have a Twitter Please handle. Please like us
0: if you uh, feel like liking Please
1: like us. Please do like For us. For some reason, it matters. I don't know. It really matters to Ian right now. He's feeling very vulnerable. Uh, I owe
0: Facebook fifteen dollars, and they will never let me forget it.
1: You owe Facebook fifteen dollars for what?
0: For uh, I asked for like an advertising thing a while back, and uh, and uh, and they kept taking money off my card. Yeah. And then they took off, and then the, I went, "Ah, screw this!" And then the card ran out of money, and they uh, they wanted fifteen dollars more. So I'm gonna give them the fifteen dollars, and we're gonna say goodbye. Not, but not to Facebook in general, but yeah. Just like, yeah. But that, every, time, every time I log on to Facebook, they go, hey, how about that 15 bucks? <laughs> Sucks. Yeah. dunning you. And they go like, hey, how about that collusion with Russia? And they go, all right, forget it. <laughs> Did Please Facebook collude with Russia? We'll talk later.
1: Go ahead. Uh, Twitter. Yeah. We're on Twitter. At. If you go there, you'll see uh, a picture I'm going to post later of some cookies that we got last week. Mm-mm. And Wait,
0: will that cookies? Will that be actual cookies, internet cookies, when you put the cookies? Or are you going to put cookies yes. on their pages?
1: I'm, I'm going to put cookies so it, it'll f- get information from their uh, Sounds good. On.
0: So what's our Twitter address?
1: Our Twitter address is sneaky underscore dragon. You can find us there. You can write to us there. You can write to us information about yourself so we can get in contact about a certain contest as well. Um. Hey, here's something we haven't talked about for a while, but if you'd like to, if you'd like to pump up the Ian's, Ian's raw ego, he's feeling a little sore. Uh, go on iTunes and re- and review our show. Uh, it's really nice when people do that, and the more reviews we get, it's a weird thing, but then we end up some we end up getting like more out there, and people can see that the show is out there. And hey, maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe that we're your special thing, mm-hmm. and you don't want to share us with other people. It's we're your special. We're who else listens to Sneaky Dragon in your life? No one. Even if you tell people that you listen to Sneaky Dragon, the first thing they say is that's a dumb name. Why would they name a show Sneaky Dragon? We're yeah, idiots. It's true. Uh, and so you know, and you're just like, hey. That's fine. Screw you. It's just my little thing. Well, what I've heard
0: is the more reviews we get, the more cookies Louise Moon will bake for us.
1: That is also a plus. So, uh, reviews, reviews, reviews on iTunes. Thank you. And we also have Patreon. Blah.
0: Anyway. I'll be on the butt pod on Monday. Listen to that after you've listened to this.
1: Ian will will be on the butt pod on (laughs) Monday. And they say Sneaky Dragon is a dumb name? That's his name, Dave. Sneaky Dragon Brent's is, butt. by the way, here's what the thing. What are you going to call it? I just want to point out one, one more thing before we go. People who say that Sneaky Dragon, why is it Sneaky Dragon? Yeah. Because it's a fucking awesome name. That's why it's Sneaky Dragon, because the name is great. Everyone knows that. Sneaky Dragon is a cool name. It's like awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised we don't see it on the side of more vans. Oh, man, that'd be good on the side of a van, huh? Mm-hmm. Sneaky Dragon and the Sneaky Dragon on a van. Yeah. If you've got a van <laughs> and you put Sneaky Dragon on the side of your van, yeah. I will send you cookies. If you will send them cookies. I will send cookies. Here's what I'll send. I will
1: send... That's a lot of work to put in some, put through and then all I get doesn't are cookies.
0: Matter. Uh, okay, I, that's cookies, but I don't have access to Louise Moon and, and I can't guarantee she'll make cookies. So here's what, I'll, here's what I will guarantee. Okay. I will give you 100 miniature Canadian chocolate bars. Oh. Because they're for sale now in stores. <laughs> this is You're <laughs> going to get Kit coming. Kats. You're going to get uh, okay. Coffee Crisps. Okay. You're going to get the good kind of Smarties, yeah. which are like our M&Ms. Yeah. Uh, you're going to really enjoy those. So just all you got to do is paint your van. Yeah. Here's, the, uh, here's what I recommend. Dragon on the side. Here's what I
1: recommend. All right. Go back. It's a few shows back now, but go back into the past. The past title cards. The first 50 title sure. cards. Find my Alien 3 uh, knockoff. Yeah. Yeah. Put Sneaky Dragon around the little round window on your van, mm. and then Sneaky Dragon. That would be sweet.
0: And again, sp- speaking of art, uh, yeah, send us in your uh, chicken horror uh, uh, poster <laughs> ideas and or movie uh, titles. Sure,
1: sure. That'd be awesome. All right, everybody. You know one thing that the show will give you, and that is a pleasant uh, waste of time. So thanks for letting us waste your time today, and we will be back next week. Right, in? Huh? Music
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm